Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, it's Lois Shivani here, and I'm going to interrupt these two slapdicks to thank everyone who listens to WHW each week. And thanks to all of you who have bought a t-shirt at LoisRules.com. Remember, with every shirt purchased, Tony will eventually call you to thank you for the purchase. So make sure when you see no caller ID, pick up. Could be one of those dumbass robocalls, but it could also be him. He will call, we promise. He's very busy during the summer and he's old. So he will get around to you eventually. Lots of shirts to choose from at LoisRules.com. My favorite, the Lois Rules shirt. Or you may want to get the low-key big hog, which I know firsthand has nothing to do with Tony. Or the Bill's Glass Bottom Boat Tours, which is sick, sick. Plus, suckers got to know. Damn, I'm good. And that one's mine. And hashtag NFLTG. Damn, I'm good. Also, there is the new popular Slapdick Nation and the ever-popular Tommy Young. Uh, that's... You say it like this, Tommy Young. I'll let you handle that. Remember, all t-shirts from LoisRules.com are part of the Pro Wrestling Tees, and we thank you for making our store one of the most popular out there. So log on to LoisRules.com this week and be part of the fun. And now back to more juvenile humor with Slapdick 1 and Slapdick 2. And I understand Cassio Kid is there as well. Whatever Judy saw in him. I'll never know. Tony, before we get going here, I feel like we should talk about something. You know what? Let me take a page out of one of your favorite wrestlers books. If I can be serious for a moment, I'd like to talk about savecade.com, which actually isn't all that serious at all. Tony over at savecade.com. That's S A V E C A D E like Starcade, except with save in front you can go ahead and buy a house with no money down that's right get out of that old cramped apartment and get into a brand new house and do it for your family with my family first family mortgage we make it fast and easy over at savecade.com isn't that right tony a lot of benefits by going to savecade.com conrad reduce your monthly payments you can skip your next two house payments get a greater tax deduction you can consolidate your debt it's all part of savek.com and this is the place to go and if nothing else you go to savek.com you get to see Tony Shivani in full fat mode yeah i guess we should mention that tony shivani is singing opera right now over at savek.com he'll do whatever it takes to save you some money check it out right now savek.com whether you're a renter and looking to get out of that apartment and into a new house or maybe you'd like to get out of some debt some credit card debt some car loans a second mortgage or maybe worst of all, if you're in a 30 year loan, what are you doing? Get out of debt faster and do it with cheaper monthly payments and make it happen right now 
at savecade.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA, TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede, Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team, Turner, Bond, and Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and first what they win, look, Shivani's back again, world title split off, center stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and the Crow, Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh, lowest rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Quondike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, you come over here. What happened, Wynn? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring, and here's your co-host, Hey Hey. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? <laughs> being recorded live on location at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Jimmy's it's, Famous Seafood. How about that? You made it. I made it. it this was this was quite a day. This was like uh, Eric Bischoff calls it the Ribera of America. The Ribera of America. Do we thank Jeff Jones for helping us out here? Oh, absolutely. Let's give everybody a, a round of applause for Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones. Yay, Jeff Jones. Even though he, you know, even though he doesn't have anything to do with us. Well, now that anymore. he's a big AEW star, he's a big time AEW. He doesn't star. even answer his personal emails. Uh, you're going to need to send this to my All Elite Wrestling email wow. if you want to communicate with wow, me during Jeff. business hours. What the fuck have you done with your life? Okay. <laughs> Make right. sure to include your file number in the subject line. Can I? I just want to ask Jeff, and, I, and you don't have a microphone from me, but just a yes or no, okay? Do Cody and Brandy read all your emails? No. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Oh, so wait, the deal is you, you baby face them, but then you, you low key bury them to Jeff? Is that what we're alluding to? No, or no, I was, I was just hoping to... you can beg to one more person <laughs> just... to get signed AEW. What are we No, what are we... I'm just, I was just trying to be irreverent, trying to be funny. Hey, I want to say hello to a guy who has finally returned. <laughs> He's back with us amongst the living. What's up, candy lickers? Hello, so, Casio. I, I got a real problem with this. Okay, we got to talk about this. Oh, my God. So, on the way to this show. Dave Silva started promoting a week out. You got to come to St. Louis for the Tater Experience. <laughs> I don't even know that you know this, but even Dave Silva was not calling our show WHW or What Happened When. It was nicknamed the Tater Experience. For me, Tater Thought. And then the other graphic that they started to use was a big one of Tony Schiavone from back in the day, and then like a little pop-up in the corner cameo-style advertisement for Casio. Right. Where were you? Not on the motherfucker. <laughs> so if you see what I'm saying here, the Tater experience, I'm not even on that. I don't even know what that is. We found out what the Tater experience was. Well, St. Louis, Louis found out hard. Yes. I'm talking about hard. <laughs> I'm talking about hard. I'm really surprised you were not arrested. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Tony Schiavone was so nervous about it that he was outside right after the building getting into a running car yelling at me for not being ready. 
And about 40 minutes later, he says, so what was taking so goddamn long? I said, Tony, I was waiting on the check. He's like, well, goddamn, did you get it? No, you were mad and said we had to leave right then. I mean, I think he was concerned. The reds and blues are coming to get you. Well, he took yeah. care of me last night. Yeah, I no, did. he didn't. No, yes, I did. Yes, I did. We all took. You care let him of walk into traffic. Well, well yeah, but he, he he got away from me. But <laughs> listen, you have not lived until you have witnessed this, and all the all of our fans who were with us in St. Louis witnessed this. They got to witness Cassio's big old fat pimply ass, <laughs> and Efren running on stage to grab hold of it. And when that happened, I really thought that we were going to be put in jail. I did. I said, the cops are going to come in. I mean, we started the show by you opening a gift of Tom Zink's vibrating asshole. Okay. <laughs> that should have been a sign to come, right? <laughs> yeah, but we... Yeah, okay. I guess that... that, that it was all the, downhill from there. That, that set the table for what was just about to come. Uh, no pun intended. No pun intended. But overall, we had a great we had a great weekend. We really did. St. Louis was Two a lot Two totally of fun. different shows. Yes, it was. Two totally different fields. I mean, we had Tommy Rich. Is that amazing? And by this, it wasn't a surprise run-in to the fans. It was a surprise run-in to you and I. Yes. And he didn't deny any of the rumors that I hit him with. Right. You know I hit him with all them Tommy Rich rumors. Yeah, you hit him with, did he fuck Missy first? No, I didn't say that. Yo. Asked if he broke her in. Okay. You ask your broker in, and then you ask about him dipping his balls in uh, peroxide. peroxide. And he said, I've been married 40 years. I denied everything and walked off. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, I guess. Well, I think the best way to, you know, do it is probably with Blue Chew. You yes, know, Just so you can get, like, if you want to be married 40 years, you better be delivering. I'm talking about <laughs> hard dick. Cassie, I've got a question for you. Do you yeah. like sex? Okay. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Are we, what are we? Where was that an invitation? Yeah, I didn't know where we're going. That's almost like, do you like camping? You had eye contact. You said it too. Well, if you like sex, you'll love Blue Chew because at BlueChew.com you get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. It can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. Yeah, and let me tell you, I saw Casio eat square cheeseburgers twice as fast as he ever had before. And St. Louis, he was knocking out some White Castle, we but fast, the yeah. only thing I think he would have eaten faster is like, I need something to catch up right now. Yes, here's what's good about Blue Chew. It only takes only a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. If you qualify, and why wouldn't you if you got a dick, you'll get prescribed online quickly. Sorry, Sarah, you don't have a dick. You don't qualify. <laughs> no in-person doctor visit. <laughs> I guess we've never really said that, but penises are required for this shit to work. If we got to start throwing a disclaimer. <laughs> I just saw this in the copy. If you qualify, what the hell? <laughs> They're not gonna check your credit or measure your Peter. I think they're just gonna like check on your blood pressure or something. My favorite is you hit that line right when the waitress walked by. She do a double take. Because <laughs> we're Jimmy's talking not, about penises out loud. She's like, this is the weirdest job. <laughs> so if you qualify, you'll get uh, prescribed online. No awkward conversations like we're having right here. <laughs> No waiting in line at a pharmacy. Ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. Mm -hmm. It's made in the USA. Blue Chew gives you the confidence in bed every time. Chew it, Casio, and do it. Here's your deal. Visit... 
No. Here's your deal. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first order free when you use promo code WHW. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code WHW. And you know what we say, don't you? It can get it so hard a cat can't scratch it at BlueChew.com. You delivered that like a real spokesperson, <laughs> and I'm real proud of you. Thank you very much. Remember, if you qualify. <laughs> only, only qualified individuals. <laughs> sure there's a lot of folks qualifying, T. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> okay? Right. You're wiping tears out of your eyes. Yeah, no, it's too much, man. If you think you're crying now, you wait until we get to the end of this shit show. <laughs> okay. Tell everybody what we're watching today. Okay, this uh, we're going to take you back to another WCW Monday Nitro. Nitro 197, June 28, 1999. June 28, 1999. So this is... This is really where we're going down the, sh- down the shitter quickly. Oh, I just remembered what show this is. I can't wait for us to cover okay, this Okay, and one. what is this? This has got a lot of Dave Flair. Oh, my God. Really? A ton. And we're going to get pissed off at him all over again, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's probably going to get mad at us right. for this episode. Yeah. Sorry in advance, Dave. Okay, Dave. Well, that's the, that's the life you leave when you're on TV. People get pissed off at you, so deal with it, David. Well, do you think uh, we can get a little help from Cassio counting? Or maybe Cassio should try to count like he did last night in St. Louis. Yes. Okay. Uh, Cassio, if you'll give us a countdown from three, two, one, and then play. Okay. Uh, and then we'll hit play, and then we'll watch the show together, okay? You ready? Yeah. You sure? Two. <laughs> no. Oh, wait a minute. One. No, no. Three. Three. Oh, three, two, one. Oh, okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. WCW Monday Nitro. Dan, 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 dan. You guys want to sing the song with me? Dan, dan, yeah, go ahead. Okay. What, what, are you, what are you trying to do here? Oh, I see what you're trying to do. Whoa. Well, last week on the program, Rowdy Roddy Piper showed everybody his cock. And Ric Flair, who has been showing it for years, was showing it again. <laughs> showing it again. <laughs> and speaking of cocks, here comes Buff Bagwell. Oh. Ric Flair and Dean Malenko, man. Whoa. Wait. Well, whoa. Oh, he was grabbed like, for his gimmick. He was going straight for the blue chew. He right really was. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Yes, Master P. Master P. He's West here. Texas Rednecks. The No Limit Soldiers. Oh. Rap is crap. This is the episode where they debut the music video. Oh, my God. They're all jumping around yelling oh hooty who. Dude, how how badass did Kidman get up for that choke slam? Oh, Jesus Christ. They made Sid look like a monster, man. Yeah, well, it wasn't hard to do. And look at Deuce. Ric Flair was the president of World Championship Wrestling back then, right? Yep. I think he's like co-president with Roddy Piper here. Okay, so they're co-presidents. And now... Kevin Nash is saying, hey, uh, you had all those uh, bad NWO guys... <laughs> Just leave without hitting you. What's the deal? <laughs> so now they wonder, is that him driving the Hummer? Because, of course, Kevin Nash was ran over by a Hummer. You know what? I, I think we did probably a pretty good job here of you know, telling you exactly what you missed and what's coming. And I, I think No, no, a, it's a great recap of right. kind of where we are with everything. Right. And hey, I, I, I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, they do it with major sitcoms and major television shows. I'll, show <clears> I'll tell you, this open, it's not what I remember about Nitro. Like... I remember the classic open. Sure. This was fucking really well done. It was. 
It, the, the Nitro Girls looked great. It was very, very well shot. Had a guy named Mike Shockett who did a lot of our production work for us back then. Mike was very, Mike very Shocker? good. Mike Shocker? Shockett. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shocker? You're showing me the shocker with your fingers there? How did you know what the shocker was? I've been around. I've been around. I've been hanging out with you guys for the weekend. Did I know. you have one before? No, I haven't. No, you I received one. <laughs> no, I have Tommy Rich might have. No. All right, look, here we go. Oh, out in front of the United Center uh, with uh, the Michael Jordan statue. Coming out on this side of the limo, one of the nicest men ever, uh-huh. Chris MacArthur. Absolutely. And coming around on the other, the president, and I guess at this point, 12 or 14 time right. world champion. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And who's in tow? David a Flair. A very young David Flair. Yes. And, of course, they're saying after tonight, nobody will want to be like Mike. They're going to want to be like Dave. Absolutely. They're going to become the youngest world champion in the history of professional wrestling. Absolutely. And the fact is, Dave can say, Dad, but I'm fucking... Ki- I'm fucking... <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. I, listen, it, it just, I don't it, want to step it, on it. Just it, go ahead and finish the it, thought. It bumped, I'm, I'm, Dad, I'm fucking Stacy Keebler, so the hell with you. I mean, David's got something that those two old men don't, don't have, right? Look at Rick. He was getting excited, and he popped his watch off by accident. Yeah. They're fixing to do a chant here. Bruce MacArthur, I guess we should mention, they're saying this is his building. Of course, his family, um, you know, on the Blackhawks. and I mean, Sure. Just, well to do, shall right. we say. Yep. So he was saying, when you become world champion, we're going to put a statue right here, twice as big as Michael's. Which is kind of fun. <laughs> oh, so here we go. David Flair has a chance to become the world champion. They're That's really your main excited. event. Wow, really? Well, because he's president, so he rigged it so his son had a title shot. This was a, this was a time where Mike Tanay and I, as, wow, man, the Nitro girls were all, uh, yeah, all about that. How roll tight is Kimberly on this oh, episode? Kimberly never looked bad. Yeah. Never but, looked bad. I mean, that's got to be, I mean, that's roll tight. Isn't it amazing that after all the years that I was backstage in WCW, that I never saw Kimberly's boobs until I saw the 40-year-old virgin? You didn't even get the magazine back in the day? No. No, I never Why saw not? the magazine back in the day. Never I mean, do you did. want to see it now? No, I don't. Because Casio carries it around. <laughs> Does he? In his back pocket. It's well, part of his carry-on. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a, what a cool presentation. Even here in 99, I thought, now the pyro on the front of the stage is going to be comical here in a minute, but I thought it was really cool. The, um, the Nitro Girls and the pyro in the ring with the fire out of the posts. And right. This entrance set here is really... A really nice set. I never liked the logo, but I like the entrance. Yeah, yeah. The way I mean, it works. Yeah. I understand that the logo sucks, but just the set is cool. Right. And you guys felt like you needed something different. Although I thought the original, you know, sort of classic nitro set, that's still the best one. Oh, yeah. That's what we remember. I mean, that's when, when we were hot. Now, this, this shot looks good, but I talked about this last week. Tanae and I were in the backstage area, and people were filing in. And uh, I told Mike, I said, take a look at, first of all, take a look at Heenan's shirt. Wow. He always tease me about my shirt, but take a look at that shit. Anyway, so I told Mike. I said, oh, look, you've, you can tell you've matured here, because back then you just had one chain on. Right. Now you got three. Now I've got three. <laughs> and thanks to Stoner Dale, I've got four. He gave me a fourth four one. Four chains. He gave me a fourth one. He sure did. But, you know, if fans keep this up, and as many live shows as you and I have plans coming later this year, <laughs> you're going to look like a goddamn Mr. T for Christmas. <laughs> That's right. So I, so I told Tanae, I said, take a look at the upper deck. But we used to work the United Center where it was full all the time, but it was sure. Start- 
starting to, I say, starting to wilt away. We knew it was coming. We could see that. You can add anything to the show you want there, Cassio. Uh, we, uh, I didn't work with Mike today. <laughs> okay. okay. See y'all <laughs> but, uh, and you notice on the front here, we had red formats. See the papers in red? Oh, yeah, that's weird. Right, it is weird. So they started, they started doing that because they started doing more like Hollywood would do. When Hollywood does a rewrite of format pages. It's a different color. A different color. So we started out with red, and then they would come and they would give us a different color format or page as we were going along. WCW Monday Nitro is brought to you by Milky Way. No, it's not. That's it's brought it. to you by Blue Chew. Oh, okay. But Blue milk Chew it. and Milky Way says milk it. Milk it. You can milk it with Blue Chew when you use our promo code. What is it, Tony? <laughs> WHW. And just pay the $5 shipping. That's WHW. We love Blue Chew. What happened when you milked it? When <laughs> you milked it. Well, what would happen if you milked it? So this is a three-hour show. Do you want to milk it? <laughs> Are you going to milk this it? This is a three-hour show now. How much to milk it? Okay. Is it really? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we're not no, going to be here for three no, hours. We'll be here for two. We'll be here for two. All right. So check out this opening match, though. Yeah. You know, I know that we, we sort of trash this era of WCW. Opening match has Steve Regal and Fit Finley. Uh, we're going to be all right. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. because he's, And then David Taylor's with them as their flag bearer. And, uh, and, and again, we're doing a great job of showing what happened last week leading up to this. And did a great job of building these storylines. And then you wonder why we were doing so many right things back then. You wonder why we went right down the shitter. But there obviously are there so many reasons. But I'll tell you, I think it was probably that the storylines were too complex. Really, you think the storylines could be too it, complex? They would get just too wound up where it was really trouble keeping up with weight. Who has beef with who and where right. and why now? Right. Because it just changed every week. Because this right. guy's a good guy. Next week, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Two weeks from now, he's a good guy again. It was just sort of hard to keep up with it. I think that's valid because we talk about this so much about the product that uh, that the WWE puts out there now. Nobody means anything anymore to me. I mean, it's all bland. It's all like everybody's the same. Who's your big superstar? And probably the same thing happened to us back then what do you think of the set here i mean not the set but the actual ring set up you guys have uh black mats around uh-huh. the ring and then just a regular gray canvas and gray skirt like there's no logos or yeah I mean, nothing well you know I, I i think you can you can clutter it well, up Jesus, too much look at the lighting i know lack thereof that's what i'm saying well, you know, Vince would hate that, wouldn't he? Oh my God, he would be so mad. But you know what? I mean, they try to to. They're doing something different. It looks cool. Yeah, it does. I mean, they're doing a red tent. I understand. I'm just saying, it looks dark. You know, Vince would say, "God damn it!" Yeah, lighten it up. Can't see shit. And yeah, but you know what? I what I what I, I you know how I think about elaborate entrances. I think elaborate entrances are overdone. And now the ring's dark. He probably wouldn't have liked that. No, no. I mean, this sucks. You can't see anything. Right. It's like Cassio's honeymoon. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, me of last night. I couldn't see anything. Yeah, we looked in Cassio's eyes. The lights were out. The son. lights were out, man. And to quote a, a great person who came up with this line, Cassio looked like spilled fuck last night. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of the weekend. So you've, we've got uh, like a revolution type deal here where you got Perry Saturn. And, of course, you've got Chris Benoit. Of course, we know they're going to jump ship after the first of the year, and they're going to go become the Radicals, and it'll be the best thing Chris Benoit ever did. Um, but Steve Regal and Fit Finley, they're going to round out. I mean, this has got to be for the best wrestlers in the world, does it not? Do you really think that was the best thing Chris Benoit ever did? To jump ship? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Why would you disagree? I just wanted to make make sure you. If you were gonna, if you were gonna insinuate it had something to do with Nancy, you let that happen. No, I. <laughs> you were there when they first started dating. She was a married woman, Tony. Yeah. You didn't say a goddamn thing. <laughs> if you just fucking spoke it up and done what was right, shit could have been different. I could have. But you didn't do it. Oh, tuck it, Tony. Did you? Oh, tuck it, Tony. Wreck-It no, Ralph, hell, you're no. tucking Tony. <laughs> I remember someone approached me about that relationship, and I said, yeah, man, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, book it. You probably did. I probably did. I'm not going to take blame for that, but uh, boy, Fit Finley was. What do you think the best thing he ever did was, you son of a bitch? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just... I only saw Chris Benoit do stuff for us, so I don't know. He was a, he was a mid card guy for y'all, and it was last night there you gave him the world title, and by then it was too little, too late, so he gave it back, and he sort of started all over again with the other company. But dude, being the man in WCW in two thousand versus being the man in the WWE in two thousand four, two totally different things. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, qualified too little, too late. It was too little, too late for him. Or well, too little, too late see, for the promotion. So here, well, for him, because he felt like, you know, he hadn't been given the right opportunities, and he felt like when Kevin Sullivan was coming back on the committee that they couldn't trust that, given the circumstance, that it wouldn't affect Benoit's push. Right. And because Benoit had friends and Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko and those type guys, they all assumed, well, if he has heat with Chris, he'll do it with us too. Uh, so they went and complained, and then eventually asked for their release. And uh, Mike Graham popped off and said something like, "If you were fucking my wife, I'd have your head on a stick. I wouldn't make you the goddamn world champion, or something like wow. that." Wow. They reported that to HR, and magically, boom, they got their releases that wow. they weren't granted before. Holy shit! And uh, they showed up on Raw the next week, and they were off to the races. Wow. But I mean, look at look at what upside would there have been? For Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, had they stayed here in WCW? No, there'd been no upside. You, you look at WrestleMania 20, and man, what a special moment that was. And it wouldn't have happened had he just hung around here. Right. So maybe Mike, uh, Mike Graham popping off, the best thing, one of the best things ever happened to their careers. So. Yeah, it's the only good thing Mike Graham ever did. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> We just love to throw dirt on dead people. No, no, here's the deal. You, when you said popping off with Mike Graham, mm-hmm. I could have been real crass, and I didn't. I let it ride by. Right. right. So you're not going to make me feel bad about me taming it down. When I said popping off with Mike Graham. Well, bang, bang. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Cactus Jack would say. Okay. He would. He would have said bang, bang. He absolutely would have. All right, we're back after our first commercial break, and uh, Wow. Really? Jeff Jones is pointing out that it probably only took one shot. Okay. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. <laughs> and, of course, he's like, you're going to have to edit that, bro. I went to AllEliteWrestling.com now. I can't have that type of shit on the Internet. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the th- fuck, Fit Finley didn't back Dude, down from anybody. But was- did you see Perry Saturn kind of flip for him? Yeah. Perry took care of him. Oh yeah, Perry was a Perry was a a pro man. I, I was wondering this watching this the other day. What the fuck do you think happened to the back of Perry's head for him to need a band aid the size of my hand? Yeah. It almost looks like it was. It's put there to be a gimmick to where you know he opened no, up. That a was not something. a gimmick to boot to the head <laughs> no, right there about not. Regal. No. What's always fascinated me about Regal is, 
uh, by the way, I love the little struts and shit. But like when he gets in the corner, you're about to see, and you're going to comment on what great shape Regal's in. Mm-hmm. And he never looked like he was like in superhero shape. But there were varying, I don't know, eras of Regal where he looked like two totally different people physically. Right. right. And he was a great wrestler right. at any weight. Yes, he was. And there's not a lot of guys like that. And I think one of them that most people would think about these days is Cassius Ono, the former Chris Hero. Have you ever seen any Chris Hero matches? No. i got to show you some of those one day. Well, you know, the, uh, back to the, the various stages of Steve Regal, you know, Regal did have a, a, some problems that he, he's well addressed uh, throughout his career. And uh, he battled through those. And, and that certainly would have an impact not only on obviously your mind but but your body as well but there was no question that regal could perform and was and now is still one of the the guys that's called upon you know he basically kind of runs nxt doesn't he not true i mean he's he's, i mean mean, obviously we know that triple h does but his number one man down the performance center is is steve regal yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of them. I think the guy who's really in charge of NXT is Matt Bloom, the former A-Train or Albert. But, yeah, I mean, Steve Regal is definitely on the squad and, you know, one of the one of the big talent scouts in all of wrestling. Let me ask you about international wrestling because is it true, and, and I think Fit Finley uh, lived this, and, and, and certainly with David Taylor and, and Steve Regal, some of the toughest wrestlers ever came from overseas. They came from Great Britain. Well, I mean, even late and, you know, much later than they were here in America, from what I understand, is they were still doing more of the carnival-style, you know, event where they're making open challenges. Right. You know, like real ones. Sure. Where fans get in there and get the shit beat out of them. Right. But every now and again, there's a sleeper who's actually... uh, pretty wiry right and he's gonna be a handful yeah, exactly. so you gotta have a guy who knows how to you're right you take le- care of business a little legitimately tough guy like realistically that, yeah. nobody's fucking with fit finley no and prob- even now right exactly like exactly that. no one would ever fuck with fit finley and he was like dude him hitting him in the back with the with the pole and perry falling like he died yep. just tickled me <laughs> and, and then course. he still kicks out yeah of course just because you get hit in the head with a flag means, means you can always keep, <laughs> means that's not the finish. Absolutely. Especially if you already had a bandage back there. I mean, <laughs> added it a little bit. Right. On the bandage. Here comes yeah. the hot tag. Oh, my. I think these Benoit tights might actually be the tights that he wore when he won the world title. It was like a black and blue Wolverine style like that. I know that because his uh, daughter was trying to sell them a few years ago. Wow. I think there was a certain section of the collector market that was like, uh, I don't know if I want that. I, I can see why not. Man, Bruce I, Pritchard has told me that his son Kane's favorite wrestler was Chris Benoit. And so they would always like hang out when he went to shows and stuff like that. And Benoit would, oh, flying headbutt. Look how the fans reacted. Oh, they were all with it. Yes, they were. And now the Crippler crossface. On fit. Yep. And here's your finish. Wow. Okay, now we got a clusterfuck going on. A lot going on. Yeah. And that always signified that we're going to have a finish here any time now. Didn't it feel like it was about to hit? I mean, it felt like that was it. These fucking... These are cartoon spots right here. Yeah, they are. 
they are this dosy do shit. That's the Three Stooges bullshit. Yeah, but you I know mean, that resulted in a nice spot. I right. can't argue that. Right, here we go. I'll, I'll oh. give you a dollar if you know what the fuck that move's called. Okay, that's. Uh, <laughs> I had this exact conversation. I watched this show with Dave Silva. It's called the Death Valley Driver. God damn it! I owe you a dollar. Oh, there you I go. Can't believe you that? knew it. Look at that. Fuck, man! I, I used think- to be a commentator. I used to be fucking somebody. <laughs> well, you will be again next month for MLW. Right? For MLW, yeah, for four shows, I guess. MLW. Yeah. MLW. Right. Hey, so we haven't talked about it. What do you think about All Elite Wrestling selling out their show? I mean, everybody's been talking about it. Like, Dave Meltzer thinks that they could have sold 100,000 tickets to All Out. He says that Soldier Field wouldn't have been big enough for the yeah, demand. right. And that it had more demand than any show in American history, more than any WrestleMania. Do you think this is going to lead to them trying to go to the stadiums and doing something? Ooh. Going to uh, like uh, I don't know like the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta or you know Dome Stadium. It, it could lead to that. I mean, it really could. Who the f- is this? It's Van Hammer, baby. What you know? What we couldn't we couldn't kill Van Hammer, could we? <laughs> Look at the shape. I mean, he Anderson. showed up in Look every shape. Arn Anderson's in right yeah, there. Yeah, I know, man. Compared to what he is now. No, but, I'm just saying, like, dude, okay, that's tip top arm <laughs> for '99. It is. You know that he looks better than he did in '86, right? There. Right. You know, Piper and Flair both look pretty young. By the way, when 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 Van Hammer looks to leave, yeah. Rick's going to turn to the lady Asia again. Right. Watch what, check him out. What he does. Okay. The itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> That's what he started singing, dude. That's, oh. oh, you know, you, <laughs> so childlike and so money. Yeah. See, this looks weird to me. It's just a plain well, canvas. Plain ring skirt, just gray, gray. I mean, after having those, like, no, I, I know what you're saying. The skirts where you had like the the shine, the light shining through that said Nitro, and then you had the big Nitro logo on the actual canvas, and now just plain. Did you ever ask Eric? Uh, no, you know Eric don't remember shit. Yeah, I well I I David Crockett. I I understand that. I he and, punctured yeah. a lung right there. Really? Yeah, or something stupid. Jesus. Like fucking hurt him bad. Broke a rib into the lung, collapsed lung. That's what it is. Well, that was uh, he was it was a stiff elbow. There was no question. Apparently his hip was hurting, so he was landing more on the guys. On the guys than he was on his hip. Yeah. But you know what? I, I agree. I, I don't know why that we changed it. Our ring skirt. I, I uh, somebody. Apparently, somebody came up with an idea that, you know what? It looks better like this, and let's keep it like this. And so I don't, I don't know. But just from a, like a picture standpoint, yeah. if somebody was snapping a picture of that and going to put it in a magazine or a blog or something, whatever they, they do with pictures, you wouldn't know. That that was <laughs> <laughs> what do they do with pictures these days? I don't know. Okay. Well, because I'm like, it's, it's 99. And there's not many blogs. Right, exactly. It's yeah. Not, yeah, it's exactly. There's not many blogs. There's not social media. Exactly. <laughs> I got on Casio. Hey, by the way, uh, I don't know if you heard, but I'm going to be diabetic tomorrow. <laughs> really? Yes, I know. Paul Bromwell showed up, and he brought fresh off of Casio's cut, my mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of snack cakes. Right. Yes. And the fudge rounds are gone. <laughs> we are down to fudge rounds. <laughs> fudge rounds down. And then there were three. <laughs> down to three fudge so rounds. You're going, but you're going Swiss cake roll last, you said, right? So you got to save the best for last, oh. baby. And how about this? Our, our mutual friend, 
the great Cole Kublik says, put them in the fridge. So really? Oh, so well, you got a head nod from Judge over there. I did. Well, you know, I'm staying at the total here, and they got a fridge in the room. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how to tell you this. Those Swiss cake rolls already in there. <laughs> I tell you, tell us. <laughs> he didn't know how to tell us, but he certainly told us, didn't he? It's like a dinner. He said, "I think I'm gonna have a milkshake. I don't know if I want one or not." Boom! Crushed. Gone. Three seconds later. You kicked its ass. You kicked its ass, man. You kicked its ass. You did man's work on the milkshake. <laughs> Gone. Whatever you do, a milkshake. It was, it was almost like a watermelon shooter for a milkshake. <laughs> Blunk. Gone. Hey, you know, Asia here is now uh, Dale Torborg's wife. They've been married and they have uh, children. And uh, Dale Torborg is uh, a friend. He was a strength and conditioning coach for the Chicago White Sox. And uh, so. And but sore. You, uh, <laughs> no. former demon in pro wrestling. I'm just trying. Is to- your butt sore? <laughs> no. We're sitting in these fucking metal chairs. Oh, okay. I thought he was sitting something. I thought he was too. I my- see why Jimmy's is so successful. Because in restaurant business, in order to you know really maximize your profit, you got to turn tables. Right. God damn! Don't nobody want to sit in these chairs for two hours. <laughs> right. Nope. Eat your crabs, pay your tab, get the fuck out. Well, I tell you what, see buddy, you next time. The, right the crab cake. Jimmy's famous seafood. I'd heard all a lot about the crab cakes. It's the best oh, in the world. Oh, the best in the world. And you had one fried and one, one uh, like and, steamed, right? Right, one fried and one broiled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. And, w- and which do you prefer? Uh, it's toss up. I like them. I probably like them broiled better, but I like the fry too, man. I've only ever had broiled until this trip. I had yeah. a fried one today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like what Good I grew call. up on. Yeah. It's the money. <laughs> but you know what I'd like to do, and, and I've, I've I've done it before. Back when I worked uh, when I worked for Baltimore's Double Eighteen, we used to come up here once a year, and we used to go to a crab house and eat the crabs with the mallets, you know, and the plastic uh, knives and everything. Where the they would put, uh, and they do that here, right? They put brown paper. Yeah, on yeah. The, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's. Well, we can do that tomorrow. You want to do that tomorrow? I think we should come back tomorrow, shouldn't we? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm in. And you want us to like. Just wear out some crabs. We're, we're out some crabs, yeah. Okay. Because I remember... Uh, I think Jeff's been wearing out crabs all weekend. <laughs> have, have you, Jeff? He was telling me something about all leak cooter. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> mark, the time, mark the time code. <laughs> Just mark the time code. We'll be fine. All leak cooter. Let's see what time code was that. Got it. <laughs> Uh, we can't hurt Jeff. Jeff no, is, here's yeah, the deal. He's, but he's, Jeff's not going to get to sit over there on Instagram and not make us laugh, make him laugh. Like right. we're going to find a way to elicit a reaction, one <laughs> one way or another. He's going to start selling. God damn it! Right. <laughs> Piper, one thing I, I I never liked about Piper in this era, he, he never looks at the camera. He never looks at the camera. And, and, I, and I get it. He always was the type of guy that was engaged with the fans, and he was very good at that. He was but, better to do backstage for that reason. Exactly. But here he, like, he's looking at, not only is he not looking at the camera, he's looking at the wrong fucking camera, apparently. <laughs> okay, there's a couple of cameras. They would always have two hard cameras. He looked at the wrong one. I mean, did you have this strong of a, f- a feeling towards Robert Gibson's promos? <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> well, that's not fair. You're no. picking on Roddy, goddammit. Well, it's because Ricky Morton did the interviews. Robert did Gibson. What are you laughing about there, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff. By the way, I, you know, I, I saw some 
Uh, some stuff from 85 right after the rock and rolls won the nwa world titles yeah and when they're sort of breaking down the footage of how they won it mm -hmm. they're asking ricky to do a promo lord he tried really i mean i'm so used to the polished standard ricky borton promo now right right it was weird to see him sort of struggle when, when he first started but doing you know it. you got to remember fuck that's 35 years ago sure was so yeah and they had just done some what well, they had been in uh, mid-south and they had done some smaller but, stuff and, but now they're on national tv and you got to go out there and you got to do a couple of minutes on national tv and it's, it's your big stage absolutely and you're live and you're live buddy you're well, you're Dude. not really live but you're live to tape basically they're not gonna stop tape what do you think about Arn's uh canadian tuxedo yeah I, I don't i don't know that is real is that what you call a canadian tuxedo that if it's full denim Okay, it's called a Canadian tuck. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. No. Really? He went from, yeah. Okay. What if, what if we had you do that SummerSlam, Toronto, if you wore a Canadian tuxedo? Okay, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I, I would do it. You're going to look great in it. Am I going to look I need you. you to get like a cowboy hat made out of denim. Cowboy too. hat made out of denim. <gasps> and a Canadian you come into Old Town Road. Can I? So let me ask you if I, I got Shivani in the back. <laughs> yes. I want to get this question out here. If I come into Toronto wearing the quote unquote Canadian tuxedo. Well, you can come in Toronto thanks to Blue Chew. <laughs> if I do, am, am I going to get heat? I mean, are people in Toronto going to no, I'm, I'm making they, fun of them? They, they would be people listening to this right now and they know you're just trying to be funny. It's not okay. going to work, but you're going to try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bill After style, you know. Okay. Yes. Where he thinks he's batting a thousand, and right. it's just. <laughs> Bill After. He tried. No, he does. Nobody thinks Bill After is funnier than Bill After. <laughs> Bill After is convinced that Bill After is the greatest comedian <laughs> in the history of our great sport. Oh my God! And, and that's what makes him funny, if I'm yes, honest with you. Exactly. The confidence. It mm -hmm. It's tremendous. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is going on and fucking on and on and on. Well, because they're talking about how today everybody's uh -huh. going to want to be like Dave. Right. Because as president, I'm going to give my kid a world title shot. Rick had that, Rick had that uh, LASIK surgery around this time, too. And therefore, you could see when they would, they would zoom in on him that his eyes would glassy. Be, yeah, it had the glassy reflector look in his eye. Yeah. By the way, I called the shotgun Red House of Motors. Did you? Yeah, there's no answer. <laughs> I thought you meant when it aired. No, I mean, <laughs> you I mean, last time? yeah, well, when I watched this last week. See, we were supposed to tape this last week, and Tony had something at the house going, and you can't tape tonight. I said, Do you, can you tape tonight? He went, no, I've got to tape something with Bruce. And then Bruce had like 12 molars pulled and couldn't do it. <laughs> And then, seriously, dude, I was told it was the gnarliest thing ever pulled yeah, out of a human. Right, he's in bad shape. Yeah, he was. He was really in bad shape. Yeah, I mean, he didn't make the pay per view. I mean, neither did half the crowd. But right, <laughs> he didn't make the pay per view. Well, you know what they say: take care of your teeth, and your teeth dude, will take care how of you. Ro how roll tight is uh, it's gorgeous, George. gorgeous George and uh, Molly Holly? By the way. Oh, um, man. Eric Bischoff categorized the Macho Man Gorgeous George relationship as fuck buddy. Would, oh. would you concur? Uh yes, I would. Because I said I said, was he as was he as like crazy protective of her as he was like Elizabeth? Uh huh. And he said, No. I never saw them in any sort of lovey dovey type situation. Right. Uh, they always struck me as more fuck buddies. Right. 
Yeah, he, he's he's right. The Liz thing was the Liz thing was over the top, as as it's been well documented, and and maybe he, maybe he knew and grew from it. I don't know, but uh, boy, gorgeous George, and man, look at Deuce. And allegedly, gorgeous George, he just found it on a gentleman's establishment, right? And ta-da, you're my girlfriend now. You have a job in WCW. Oh yes, right. <laughs> did you not think I was going to tell the truth on that? No, I, I, I didn't know. Oh, did, I, did, I, did I make that up? You're getting real No, no. I I that was, this is a weird point. Here's the deal. Man. Macho Man's dead. He's not going to beat us up. No, it's, okay, you're right. That's right. And I asked Eric, and Eric said, well, yeah, I'm not going to deny that's how it happened, but she, right. he was right. She did a good job. Yes, she did. He came and said, hey, she'd be good at this. Uh-huh. We tried it. She was good. Right. I mean, that's a logical explanation from Eric. So here's my question. Why didn't you ever try to get Lois a gig? Really? Dude, they could have had a Lois Shivani on a pole match. Boy, they sure could have. It could have been <laughs> you and her teaming up. Oh, and they would have had Matt and Chris save you. Of course, Jobber Shivani would have been late. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No, we, we, needed to, we needed to keep Lois off TV. Why? Dude, we, if Roseanne Barr can get over, right. Lois Shivani can. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, and, and, and she's, look at, look at, the, look at this. Oh, for crying out loud. They're picking on little Nate. Was he showing Flair his tit just now? Was he raising up his shirt and showing him his right nipple? He was saying, that's where I want to kiss you. Oh, God, he's crying. Look at him. They got Charles in an angle. Oh, my God. You know what that's setting up? Gorgeous George is going to wrestle little Nate on pay-per-view. Oh, my God. You called it. You don't remember that? Uh, No, I don't. <laughs> you don't know. Some things you just block out. You block out of your memory, right? No. <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> Believe you me, you do. I had a question here at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. What is the most memorable moment that you had in Baltimore when you were here? And we had a lot of memorable moments, and it was, it was really hard for me to pick one. So I picked the Triple Tower of Doom cage match because I just remember that. Not like it was the greatest moment, but I remember that. And I remember when... You know, Luger bled, and they threw the match out, and people got pissed off. So it's it's hard to remember all this shit, man. But this is like a this is like a ten minute fucking interview segment. Way oh, too long. It really is. It's almost like they're you know they've doubled up on the blue chew. It's just taking forever. <laughs> Keep going on and on and on, and now they got Sid screaming. It's saying this makes my dick this big. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seriously, I take a bullet chew and it just goes up like this. <laughs> and I'll fucking behind, behind in the ass like this. Oh, got a little bit too close to him. Oh, oh. man, Tony just boy, he'll <laughs> just he'll go over the edge on you. Won't <laughs> That's he? right. How about Flair about to have an aneurysm on TV? It's getting wild in there. Yeah, it's just confusing. There's yeah, it 38 is. people in the it, ring. It's, it's absolutely confusing. I don't know if they're arguing or not. Are no. They, are they all on the same team? He's, he's, book, he's booking matches, I guess, as the president, and as Roddy as the assistant president or vice president or whatever. Cassie, is your butt hurting? <laughs> Why do you look at me like that? I wanted your answer. No. Okay. Is yours going to? Yeah, man. Time to turn the table. <laughs> what are we talking about? 
We'll be back after these words, folks, right here on Nitro in a half-empty United Center in Chicago. Oh, God. Which is nothing like the Sears Center, which could have sold 137,000 tickets. Exactly. Oh, my God. Painting them fingernails. Luscious Lenny Lane being huh? sold by Lodi. And God. Uh, he's rubbing his hands together. What's Lodi going to do here? I don't know. He's going to massage his back, maybe? Yeah, baby. Wow, how did you know? I just, I could see that coming. Okay, so you forgot gorgeous shore dressing, but you remember this. <laughs> yeah, grabbing the traps, man. Doing is your butt hurt? <laughs> I need to turn these tables. <laughs> so how about... Whoa, there's Sting! Motherfucking over Sting! Dude, I mean, it's crazy that of all the characters that you guys had that you just killed... Mm-hmm. You know, like Bret Hart. Right. Like um, Goldberg. Right. You couldn't, I mean, that sounds crazy. You couldn't kill Sting. No, and we, Sting we really tried, dude. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean, you put him like in, on fire and threw him <laughs> off things and put him in the ocean and put him in a grave and. Do we set him on fire here in Baltimore at the arena, right? Absolutely, we did. Good call there. Hey, Canadian fans only. <laughs> Canadian fans call. Yes. If you're American, don't even try. <laughs> Canadian fans call. One eight hundred. How many of them tried? Hey. Well, hang on now. The top line was for America. The bottom line was for Canadian. Okay. How many of them tried to call the Canadian? Uh, line? I don't know. <laughs> well, they don't know about all that. Plus the WCW four, Canadian four, Hotline. <laughs> Tony Schiavone will be in Toronto. Was that popping? In now? a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Yes. For SummerSlam. Lodi is my jack-off. No, Lodi is back on Nitro. Wow. <laughs> okay. Boy. I thought that said jack-off. I, did. I wasn't sure. Oh, my sure. gosh. Lenny is cool. You do not like my shorts. No, do you? Do you like my shorts? Okay. Boy, what the fuck, man? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got another sign here. Okay. Lodi rules. Oh. Okay. Why are you reading it like <laughs> this? <laughs> Lodi's wearing blue for blue chew. Are you fucking high right now? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not, are you? What? No. Okay, I didn't. We're I didn't in Baltimore. Think you, okay, I didn't think so. We had some crab cakes and I had a couple of Oh, uh, now I'm going to have a little milkshake high. Yeah. <laughs> milkshake Milkshake high. <laughs> it brought all the boys to the yard. After, I'm you had, you. <laughs> after you had 12 <laughs> fudge things, what are they called? Fudge rounds. Fudge rounds and a milkshake. We don't want pussy in the ring. What? No, we don't want... Okay. What are you saying? We don't care for Chicago. Why would they be that way? <laughs> did I, did I recently see uh, on on uh, on social media Lodi's picture? Yeah, he's not dead. Yeah. No, he's not dead. And he was in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, he, and he's like a personal trainer or something now, I think. Yes. Right. I believe he's a very religious person as well. Well, then I shouldn't, very talk, good I shouldn't talk badly about him. sit there and pop off. I still don't talk... Pop hey, how about off. this? Right after the car wreck, man. Car wreck was six months prior to this for Eddie. Look at him. Wow. Eddie looks better than ever. Yes, he does. And this is six months after he, you know, looked like spilt fuck like Cassio last <laughs> night after he flipped that Corvette around New Year's. <laughs> wow. Eddie was... God, the, the, the wrestling business misses him. Can you imagine how critical he would be as like a, a trainer at NXT mm-hmm. or oh, yeah. an agent for WWE? Or right. Maybe that one of the head coaches over at AEW. Right. 
Imagine him working with the Young Bucks and Penta and Penta. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. It'd be killer. But he'd have to go through Jeff Jones first, wouldn't he? I mean, you could probably. You can't, Jeff you can't Jones is the them. gatekeeper. Just ask yeah, him. Exactly. Oh, no, the, yeah. <laughs> he dropped his phone on that one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fucking helping with this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting you guys here at Jimmy's no. Fantasy Food anymore. You just go shit to the on the airport. Me. We shit on everybody, you Jeff. Bring huh? fucking Dave Lacan podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. My monkeys, my circus. Mm. So we got uh, Lodi against Eddie, and the referee's going to take a fucking bump right at the beginning. Well, he has to. You know why? They got to get this match over in three minutes because they just had a 15-minute fucking interview. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's one thing that Arn Anderson had, has, has talked to me a lot about uh, recently because Arn and I, obviously, you know, since StarCast, we've been talking. And I know you got to going to have a podcast with him coming up that's later the on. That's the rumor and innuendo. That's the rumor and innuendo. He said that, and I, and I think he's going to be very good at this. He says that guys these days, talking about when he was working the WWE, he says he doesn't think they have enough time to tell a story in the ring anymore. And uh, and, and I think he's right. I, I think I think you have two guys who can work, and if they can only go like five or six or seven minutes, that's not enough time to tell a story. Uh, and there's a story to be told going to the match when you cut your promos, and there's a story to be told in the match as the match is going on. They just don't get that anymore. Well, look how Lenny's look how Lenny is. Mm-hmm. Has positioned himself on Lodi there. See that? Let one, two, three. Okay. I thought it was interesting, didn't you, that he was. It was a. It was a kind of sixty-nine in him there, didn't you think wow. so? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, I did. What, what is what is sixty-nining? Well, I, it's what they were doing. What does that mean? Well, one was one way, one was the other. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I have not. Do you want to? No. <laughs> Does your butt hurt? Does your butt sore? <laughs> have you noticed, by the way, that Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor is obsessed with Hulk Hogan pinning people in the 69 position? I know he has. He even sent me a tweet about it. He believes there was a stretch in the late 80s and I think 90 yeah. where he is consistently putting the thermos in people's face. Putting his face near their button, mm-hmm. and that's his—that's the way he pins. Instead of just hooking the leg, the traditional style. What do you think about that? Is, I, that, a, is that a rib, or he's just like, "Hey, I'm the top guy. Here's my dick. You can't say shit." Here's <laughs> 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 the top guy. Here's my dick. <laughs> Wait a minute. We go put the mind key brakes on this discussion right now. I think that Hogan was just fucking with guys. I don't think he was saying. He was fucking guys. Well, no, I, I don't. Oh, uh, I, I don't. Look at Tori right here. 23, 24 years old. Jesus, criminy. Can you believe Billy Kidman was hitting that? Now, here's what's great. Oh, my God. David what? Flair is the only guy who you could say. His real-life girlfriend was hotter than his on-screen girlfriend. Right. Because Tori Wilson. And, and the other one's Tori Wilson. Exactly. Like, how's that real? I know. Arguably the two all-time most popular. One's your on-screen, one's your real life. I know. You never work a day in your life. No. Jesus. What? Just a... Oops. 
I, I just let, let me go back to this Hogan thing. I, I think he was just pulling ribs on guys. I don't think he was like saying, "This is my dick. I'm the world champion. You got to eat it." <laughs> Or anything like that. You gotta eat it. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I meant it as a joke. Like they couldn't tattle, you know. Right. Well, you couldn't could a, couldn't tattle. Tattle is when something happens to you in the backstage area. This happened on camera. There was no tattling. <laughs> well, but in theory, if they went to an agent and said, "Hey, can you ask Terry to keep his balls out of my face?" <laughs> <laughs> Just, you can't really request that. Well, there's only one. There's only one thing to do. Just take the balls. <laughs> take no, no, to take the no. There's only one thing to do, and that is to ask Hogan himself, or have ask you know Eric. But here's the thing: like if he says, "No, nah, brother, that don't work for me. That's the way I've been." <laughs> so if you want the main event payoff, you're going to lay there. And yeah, take no, it. you're right. You're going to take the thermos. <laughs> <laughs> take, take the thermos. Oh. Boot leg drop thermos. Uh, boot leg drop thermos. That's it. Yeah. Be an e- easy call, wouldn't it? Boot leg drop thermos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've almost done an hour. This we've almost done an hour of this show, and we've had more talking than we've had wrestling. I get it. Oh, my oh God. here it's we about go. To get worse too. Oh my God. Here goes hack. hardcore hack. Yeah. And he's got chastity with her. What do you remember about chastity, Tony? I remember nothing about her. What? I don't. I don't remember anything about her. What, what should I have remembered about her? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? She had a thermos collection? <laughs> okay, here, here's, here's the... And here's... This is going to not probably not surprise anybody. Okay. Okay, let me see that. What he's showing you, what Jeff is showing you is what she's known for. Okay. She appeared in an adult film put together by Jules Jordan in New Jersey called Live Bait. Uh Uh-huh. And in this scene, she and a friend fillet a man. And once she was on TV, Jules, the person who produced the movie, realized, wait a minute, this girl's a TV star. So he started promoting it that way, and all of a sudden it was pushed as WCW Superstar Chastity. Uh-huh. Wow. And it, and it got Eric's attention. So Eric, on commentary on one of these shows, says, oh, there's a movie star. But he never got any heat from WCW about her mm. being on the roster after appearing in the adult movie. Well, here's something that uh, probably doesn't surprise you, and... and you know, I, I never did watch ECW. I didn't. I I didn't know who, who Hardcore Hack was. I didn't know he was Sandman. I didn't know of all. And now I know, and I just think he had some of the greatest entrances ever. But back then, I was completely, to me, it was just another guy in the ring. What is it? What, what's on his, <laughs> what's on his, uh, on his shirt? Sweet Chastity's on his shirt. Mm. Mm. And so it's like everybody else. You got to talk for twenty minutes before you <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> He's calling out Ric Flair, just so you know. Really? He wants to beat up Ric Flair. Of course, Flair's not going to come out. Right. So who's Flair going to send out in his in his place here? I'll let you guess. Come on, Flair. See, I think, Who man. Is it? 
I think it would have been cool as hell having him come to the ring with a cigarette in the side of his mouth and beating his head with a beer can. Fuck. But he would have been bleeding and he would have had to pay for Metallica yeah. licensing. <laughs> Seriously, if you take away Metallica from Sandman, you don't you have yeah, no, you're right. Hack. Right. You're exactly right. I mean, I don't think there's been an act that was more reliant on music than Sandman yeah. in history. Right. I mean, if he comes out to literally anything else, it ain't the same. See? Wow. Bam Bam Bigelow. You call out Ric Flair? Who answers? Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam looking rather thin here, too. Yeah. So is Bam Bam the hardcore champion here now? Tag champ. Tag champ. All right. All right, this got some potential. Huh? Got some potential. And then the bell rang type, you know, potential. <laughs> yeah. Ding. Oh, shit. Here we go. Greetings from Asbury Park. Didn't spend a lot on that jacket. No, he didn't. That's okay. God. It's mailbox letters. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, they, you know, you, you shouldn't try to make everything look too fancy. Wow, he looked good, man. I should have made these chairs a lot more fancy. <laughs> I should. I just think that, uh, you know, Bam Bam just was looking thin here and in shape. Bigelow could do a lot of great stuff. He had the look, brother. Yeah, he did have the look, man. I mean, how many... How many guys got tattoos on their head? Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Those that two, tattoo on your head is like before it's, it's a, time. It's a billboard that says "Don't fuck with me." That's exactly right. I got paperwork. Right. <laughs> paperwork. <laughs> yeah, that was a shitty spot. See the and see the fans are really not into this, and. These guys have not been positioned to star. Not been positioned to star. Fans are going to respond to stars. And but we still we put them on our top program, right? In an effort, I guess, to get them over. But and you know, really, if you, if you think about the the impact that ECW had, it had a big impact. But on a nationwide level, it probably didn't, or they would have reacted more to this, wouldn't they? Not trying to. It also wasn't written like shit. You know, so you've got the Sandman, and the Sandman's character, I mean, his his gimmick is his entrance. Right. When you take it, guys, what got him over away from him, what the fuck do you expect? Right. This if all of a sudden the Young Bucks were like told, oh, you guys can't do super kicks now. Right. Nothing off the top rope either. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing? Th that's not who they are. So, sure. you know, you got to let the Sandman drink cigs and hit himself in the head with beer and... Yeah. Come out to Metallica. Well, we sure were in the sign era back then, weren't we? My God. You love them. Yeah, I didn't mind them. <laughs> I didn't mind them. <laughs> you trying to call some shit over there? <laughs> uh, I didn't mind them at all. I love posters. No, I, 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 I always thought a poster trying to sell their business was kind of shitty. I love it. You did? Oh, man, I love when 
fans show up with a WHW poster, makes it on TV. Oh, I like that. Oh, but back in the day, I didn't didn't like. Yeah, that. but we're selling shit. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> like MPO hardcore champ. What the fuck? Thunder Racing team. Yeah, some racing. Thunder Racing. <laughs> oh my God. Whew, well, that was okay. One. So Tony, are uh, yeah, you gonna share us tell us a little bit about your weekend? Which show did you prefer of the shows St. that Louis we did, or Baltimore? Uh, I, I preferred the Baltimore show. Uh, we had a great crowd. Uh, it was the first time I was ever at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, and it was every bit as advertised. They they were so nice to us, and uh, but the the memory that is going to be with me for the entire weekend is Casio showing his old pimply ass on stage and Efren running towards it like it was a magnet drawing him out of the <laughs> drawing him out of the crowd. He's probably got pink eye today. Pink eye. And and I really I am thinking, oh, we're gonna end up we're to having to bail somebody out of jail <laughs> tonight. I mean this is written yesterday. Yeah today. One forty-two in the afternoon. Okay. I have an eye appointment tomorrow. Cassio's ass burned my retinas. And I'm all for things that burn in and from my ass, just not my retinas. That's from Efren? Yeah. Good God. That's your fans. So it so we had a we had a great weekend. We really did. And it and and I just uh I just well, let's tell the truth though. The highlight was Jimmy's. Yes, it was. The food, the, the service, food, the, the staff, service. It was all The great. facility. I, you were like, damn, how many rooms does this place have? This I know. is huge. And I had never been there before, and I know they even had later in the night, they even had a watch. They have uh, all the WWE pay-per-views here, right? And they were watching. Yeah, I mean, all, every boxing, MMA, UFC, mm-hmm. wrestling. Right. You know, and even fun trivia stuff. Uh, they've got something going on every day at Jimmy's. Whether you just need to swing through, pick something up, have a drink after work, take the family out for a nice dinner, whatever. Plus, and I and I need to say that because you know, you know, I need to say this and need to be very clear because you know the way I am, telling the truth here. Their waitresses are pretty freaking hot. They're roll tied. They are roll tied. <laughs> yes, they are. There's not an ugly staff. No, here there's not. Jimmy's famous. Wow, they all look good. So and they're all go. wrestling fans. Yeah, how the about food's that? Food's great. I had right. prime rib and. Casio had one of everything, and you had your first crab cakes. You had, yeah, I did. You had it two ways. You loved it. But God, we got a coming up a dancing contest between this going Ferner and the cat Ferner and the cat. Ferner, this going Ferner in the Ferner. No skeeter on my Peter with Inferner. Uh, you know, Paul Bromwell said something to me. He said, "We ought to have your next live show have everybody stand up and sing together." There's a skeeter on my Peter, knock her off. It off, off. Nikator. Nikator on my feet. We'll get it right. Which may be, but I, I just didn't want to, <laughs> I just didn't want to say. Oh, by the way, I've already got two props ready for the next show. Do you really? Yes. Live, I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a blast doing these live shows, and I appreciate everybody coming out. And we're going to have some more uh, dates. We're uh, announcing some more dates next week. We've got a ton of shows between now and the end of the year, and we heard you. We're trying to get to you, Europe. Uh, stay tuned. We hope to see you this fall. Yes. And uh, Kevin Nash here coming out with the world title. The big gold belt. The big gold belt. Yeah. Okay, so he was 
then that meant he was probably the world champion here, right? Boy, here, here on it today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. He did that without any audio. Yeah, that was good. Oh, I mean, we don't even know what's going on. No, I, I, I hear the show. I'm on top of my game here today, man. It's been a long, long day. I'm on top of it. Uh, I hate rap. Did, were we done with the Master P angle by this time? No, it's going to continue it's gonna come here up tonight. Here? Yeah. Because you're debuting there. Ah, hey, rap. Oh, God. Her. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I just, we spent a lot of money for that, didn't we? I mean, yeah. What, do you know the numbers that we spent for Master P and his crew? More than you made. More than you made. My entire run at WCW, <laughs> yes. right? Yes, absolutely. Well, there you go. Which and that just goes to show show you, and you know this better than anybody else. There's money out there. You just got to find it. That's right. Just like Jeff did with that AEW contract. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. We weren't caught today. Jeff Jones picked it up. Wow. Jeff, like, I got that company credit card. It ain't it ain't gold. It ain't I'm, platinum. It's zirconium. Wow, that's good, man, Jeff. I I have a different <laughs> I have a completely different opinion of you now. Look at the way uh, Nash holds the mic uh -huh. and annoys Dave Flair. What, that he holds the mic up in the air like that? Yes. Well, that's, you know, that's kind of how rappers do now, don't they? Don't they hold the mic up in the Look. air? How do rappers hold the mic? Show me. Like this? I feel like we should take a picture and put that on social. They do. Whenever you do with pictures. Okay. <laughs> Take a picture. No, don't take a picture. We're doing a we're doing a podcast here. Don't take a picture. Whatever you do. No pictures picture. during podcasting. Okay. It looks like hey. you're about to milk an udder. <laughs> That's right. And if you'd like to milk it, just use bluechew.com. Bluechew.com. Hey, so we're gonna put this on Patreon. Okay. Whatever you want. Thank Whatever you. you do with pictures. <laughs> it looks like chastity in that movie. <laughs> what do they do with pictures these days? <laughs> Kevin was fucking cool, man. What do you think he's saying here? He's probably saying, I don't need Bluetooth. I don't need to have my dick hard. A motherfucker as cool as me gets my dick hard on cue. <laughs> on cue? On cue. Only thing somebody as cool as me would say, hard, and it would get there. Whing. <laughs> don't you think hard so? Hard, and it would get there. <laughs> just, just say, hard. It wouldn't get there. What are you talking That's about? On right? That is definitely on cue. Okay. Hard. Wing. So hang on. When you're trying to like, because it sounds like you classified guys, you know, are, when you're as cool as me. Yeah. When you're So there's like a really cool category and not so cool. Mm -hmm. And you did some sort of experiment as to how fast and consistently these gentlemen could get aroused. <laughs> You you picked up Based all of that. Coolness. You picked up all that out of that line. So you said. <laughs> so like, oh Scott Hall, he's gonna get just as hard as Kevin. So, is Conrad cool <laughs> enough to get it? I I don't know. I don't know. What? I yes. Oh yes. Go ahead, say it hard. What? <laughs> uh, Jeff Jarrett probably couldn't have done it. He probably couldn't have said hard and gotten hard. Uh, Even with Karen, I bet he could with Karen. Probably so. Maybe so. Mine does when you say it. Just in case you <laughs> Don't say it again, Tony. <laughs> Please don't say it again. It's weird, though. It goes down fast. Ready? Yeah. Stand by. Hard. 
Yep. <laughs> well, that's non-threatening. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm still batting a thousand. Oh. He's still talking. We've had a lot of talking on this. Yeah, show. I I know. There's a lot of talking. I've I've run out of things to They've say. They've done more talking than we've done on the podcast. That's exactly right. Wow, it's too much. But they loved it. I mean, they were right with him. They were they were standing up. They loved him, and they uh, he was a big time, big time star. Jeff Jones taking our picture. Well, you you opened the door and said photographs can be taken during podcasts. Okay. Did your butt hurt, Connor? <laughs> yeah, so, Tony, what do you think about the uh, original Batman movie with Michael Keaton turning uh, 30 over the weekend? That w- I can't believe it turned 30. Oh, here's what you couldn't believe. You couldn't believe that I liked it. I know. I thought you hated all things comic book related. That, that was the exception. Yeah. Was it not? It was a good one. Well, here's what I mean. It was cool because it had never happened before. You know, we had like an Adam West Batman. Right. This was a new, darker right. take. Right. It had never happened before. Right. And so, you know, like my uncle was a big Batman fan. And obviously all my friends who loved comic books, they had the Batman stuff. But I was never super into it. But, man, the marketing for that, dude, it got all over me. Yeah. I remember the movie theater I went to. Right. Like whenever I, I go past the theater where I saw yeah. it, because it made an impression on me. Because right. I, I was eight, so it wow. was it was a big deal. I was living in Connecticut, and uh, we were we were told that you better go early on a Saturday. You'll never get in. So we went to like the twelve noon show, the first show that afternoon when it debuted that weekend. What did you think? I thought it was it, it it set the stage for what we're seeing now with Batman, Batman or Batman throughout throughout the years. It they had the second one, which was great. Uh, then they had a couple of more with Joel Schumacher was the uh, director. It wasn't so good. The Christian Bale ones have been fantastic. And there's another one coming out called The Batman. It set the stage for the seriousness of Batman, like you said, from the Adam West camp. More shit. edgy. Yes, right. Speaking of edgy, there was nobody edgier than Stevie Ray and mm-hmm. Vincent, the NWOB squad. Rumor and innuendo is Jeff Jones tried to get on the B squad. Really? He wanted to be the NW, the NWO's official judge. Yeah. Did that work out, Jeff? No. No. Well, they, you know, you're having the last laugh now. That's right, because he is gatekeeper at AllEliteWrestling.com. <laughs> exactly. Like to send him an exactly. Email. I mean, he's sitting here having a good time with us right now, but if he gets a text <laughs> from Cody, it's oh, he's all probably over. in a group he's, chat yeah. deciding who's going to be champ next okay. year. <laughs> He's booking the territory over there. <laughs> it's okay, Jeff. You're doing all right, man. He used uh, he used uh, a little app on his phone to design the new women's title too. Oh, <laughs> I'm just making stuff up. All right, it's just funny. Yeah, I know it sounds good. He's not booking the territory. He's not drawing the belts. I'm just freestyling. Is this our rapid scrap thing here? Yes. Oh my Jeff Jones tried to be the fifth member. <laughs> 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 Look at Barry Windham's shorts and tell me you don't love them. <laughs> yeah. Look at these shorts on the front left. That looks like every pair of shorts Cassio wears, though. <laughs> and look at those construction workers' gloves he's got on. Oh, my God. With knee braces. Wait a minute. No, okay. <laughs> he's... Never mind. All right. So I reckon... I got to pump the brakes. Oh, oh is, that, uh, is that Bobby Duncombe Jr.? Yes. Okay. 
I was told that sometimes just to get a high, he would eat an entire bottle of Tylenol. Oh. Like going town to town. Mm-hmm. He would just dump all the Tylenol in his mouth, chew them up. There went the liver. I've never even heard of that. Have you? What? Anybody chewing up? No, no, taking a whole bottle? No, that was crazy. To get high? Yeah. Maybe to deaden the pain, but not to get high. Oh, my gosh. It would just make you numb, I think. You're just thinking that locker room. Like, if you can't find drugs in a WCW locker room, (laughs) you're just really not a good salesman at all. Like, you're not a good networker. Look at Hennig. Just that cowboy hat he's wearing like fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, <he> Tremendous. <laughs> uh, Kurt made the best of it. Isn't it crazy too when you think about who he was just like, you know, six or seven years prior to this? Mm-hmm. Kurt in like, for probably 87 to 91. The Mr. Perfect era? Nobody is good. No, you're right. Nobody could perform like he could. And the whole company. You know, don't get me wrong, Macho Man was great. But I mean, yeah. from a character standpoint, Macho Man, no comparison. Right. But as but, far as work rate is oh concerned, my gosh. There's, yeah, there was no comparison to what Kurt Hennig could do. And I think that's because some wrestlers are, you know, and I know this is simplifying it a lot, but some wrestlers are more move based and mm-hmm. others are more uh, character based. Right. You know, so like a Kenny Omega, probably more move based. A Cody Rhodes, probably more character-based. Right. And I've always sort of made my, my, my little test on that to be, uh, hey, what's your favorite so-and-so promo? And if you can't think of that, then you'd say, what's your favorite match? And I got that one right away. Right. So it's always one or the other. Right. Like if you ask somebody, what's your favorite Dusty promo, they usually have one right away. But if you say, what's your favorite Dusty match? They're like, hmm, well, this one was good and that one was good. But that tells you to me that they remember Dusty more for his promo. Sure they do. I always thought the best workers, and, and this has to this has to go with Kurt Hennig. I put Tully Blanchard in this one, and and you can even add Arn Anderson. The, the best workers were the guys who didn't didn't just come out of a a wrestling background or a weightlifting background. They were great overall athletes. They had great cardiovascular training. Some of them played basketball. Tully played football. They played football. They were just great all-around athletes. They were good athletes. And the better athletes are the one that could work a better match. We talk about the blow-up factor all the time. With, with, you, you really never saw that. If you saw it with Kurt or you saw it with, uh, even with Arn back in the day or you saw it with like Owen Hart, you, you didn't notice it just because they were great athletes. They were Just their moves. See how, how light he was on his feet? Even when he hooked up. When he did that collar and elbow tie-up, it looked legit. And his selling was just yeah. second to none. Hey, I do want to mention Stevie Ray here, who we just saw at StarCast. He's in even better shape now than he, he was looked, there. He, isn't that something? He, he, looked, he looked the same to me. No, 20 years later, he looks better than he does yes, here. Yes, you're right. It's not close. You're right. It's the first time I'd seen Stevie Ray in 20-plus years. That's it not was, what you expect. No, it's not. And I'm so glad he got into the Hall of Fame. I really am. I mean, Harlem Heat needed to be there. Absolutely, they did. Yeah. How about Kendall? What's now, this? I, Cassio will not believe the real famous Kendall Wyndham story. The, the real famous Kendall Wyndham yeah, story? Yeah. About with, the with, counterfeiting? 
All right. Well, you just gave it away. Go ahead. Well, he and his daddy were put in jail for counterfeiting. Am I saying that right? Yes. Who was his daddy? Blackjack Mulligan. Hmm. Yes. And um, that's all I know about it. What What do you know about it? Well, I don't know a ton other okay. than Kendall had a get rich quick scheme hookup where he, uh-huh. he knew a friend who was making all this cash that could be passed very easily. And of course, whenever you're doing that, they try to get you know bills that were sort of fly under the radar. Right. So you want to do. You know, you hear in the movies the phrase "small unmarked bills." Mm-hmm. Well, my understanding is they had just like a crazy amount of like twenties, so a twenty being easier to pass than a hundred. Sure. So then they have like eight hundred thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills <laughs> in the back seat when they get pulled over, and then they have to explain why they have this, and they try to explain that oh, it's just the gate from a WCW show or something like that. But maybe they second thought that and wondered, did everybody here pay in crisp twenty dollars? <laughs> and they went to prison. Yeah, they sure did. And this is post prison here. Yeah. Oh, this is post prison. Yeah. Well, he made it. Then. He made it. He made it through. I had heard. Didn't they try to buy? I had heard they tried to buy a car with a bunch of twenties. Have you heard that story? Yes. Yeah. Everything was with the twenties. Yeah. Hey, so I want to mention this, Cassio. <laughs> Do you know who Blackjack Mulligan's grandson is? No. Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh yeah. Because and the big team, right? Right. Yes, but else. Yeah. But Bray Wyatt's real name is Wyndham, right? Yes. That's his real name. Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. Named after the Wyndham family. An IRS is his, uh, his, his dad. dad. Gotta love it. It is something all in the family. I mean, that's wild if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think they get mentioned enough as like a great wrestling family. No, you, they don't, but they are. Of course they yes, are. Yes, they are. You look at the impact that you know Mulligan had, and it goes without saying, Barry Wyndham, world champion. Right. IRS, I mean, not just as part of Varsity, but IRS was an iconic character for the WWF, and... And now, I think people sleep on the fact that Bray's a multiple-time world champion. Right. And been in really, really big shows at WrestleMania. John Cena and the like. And I mean, had an interaction with The Rock. That's a lot. And now he's got probably the most talked-over segment in the entire Absolutely. What do you think? Of, we haven't talked about that. What do you think about the Firefly Funhouse? Uh, at first of all, I went, holy shit, this sucks. But the more, <laughs> the more that is, they're doing it. The, the more I've seen to be intrigued by it. What do you think of the Muscle Man dance? Uh, I love the Muscle Man You dance. love that Muscle Man dance? Yeah. I think we should get Cassio to do the Muscle Man dance for Patreon. <laughs> Can you do it for Patreon? If we, Maybe so. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, is, it, is it like, uh, I guess like the, the, the online they've been saying, uh, I guess Lance Storm had said that it was a, a uh, a knock on the WWE itself? Perhaps. Yeah. It's open to interpretation. Yeah. If it is, it's pretty interesting. Guess who produced them? Bruce Pritchard did. Yes, sir. Okay. What's fun to me is when we first started doing the show, you know, we would take questions and inevitably someone would say, hey, if you could manage one person on the roster, who would it be? Mm-hmm. And the entire time when we were doing shows, 16, 17, 18, and this year, Every time, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. 
and it was super cool to me when he was excited when you know he got it and i said hey man what day you want to tape this way he's like well i gotta do such and such because i'm going to pittsburgh on so and so i said what are you doing there he's like man i'm so excited i finally got to work with bray very cool and as a result people are talking about the segment because guess what everybody's enthusiastic about it yeah, and what a novel idea that is in WWE right now to be enthusiastic Aaron about Corbin. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the way EC3 apparently doesn't give a fuck anymore? No, like that's the internet fan opinion. So they they just show like when he was in NXT and featured and highlighted how enthusiastic like his entrances were and you know his mannerisms versus now where you can tell he's just like, well, fuck, they're not doing anything with me. So yeah, I'm here wow. now. I'm not saying that's how he really feels. I'm right. saying that is the uh, the consistent internet perspective sure. that you read. But when you see a guy who was a top guy for TNA and then went and had success in NXT, it's natural for him to assume, well, hey, they're going to do something with me here. Right. Because everybody else has. Right. But, I mean, even Ricochet saw that that was not the case. He got a dominated NXT and then got off to a real slow start. And then this past weekend, they put the U.S. title on him. What do you think right. about Ricochet being the U.S. champ? Well, I think he should have become the U.S. champion because the U.S. champion can give you a good match. If you put him on TV on a regular basis, you're going to get that. And they pushed him to the point to where he had to win the title because they had given him such an incredible push right out of the gate. Uh, so I, I think they had to do that, and I, I think it was a good move. I, I just, uh, you know, th- this thing of enthusiastic entrances when you first start bait and now years later I, I think everybody goes through that I think the business wears you down I, I think it's more than just the maybe you're getting a lack of a push and you're upset about it I just think the business wears you down I don't even think it's necessarily that guys get disappointed in the lack of a push I think it's probably just disappointed because they no longer feel like they can trust the system like it's it's gotten it wrong and so now, instead of just being okay with everything, they're going to sort of question everything. Mm. Because if they were told or expected to accomplish ABC and then they don't, how can they really get excited about anything else? It's just easier to not care. Well, see, that, that's one thing that's that's one thing that's always been wrong about pro wrestling. And one th- and then one of the things I hated about it. There's so much paranoia and distrust in the in in the business. That it it's it's hurt the business. It really has, and 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 it it goes back to the real old days of of promoters not being able to trust promoters. We're talking about back in the territories in the real old days. Promoters always not giving the boys the payoffs they think they should have had, and the boys always thinking that a promoter had his favorite. I wish it wasn't like that. Now I wish I wish it could be a business of trust. We're all making money. We're all doing well, and if somebody's making more money than I am, I'm still making a good living. So. I just wish the business was not like that, and hopefully moving forward it won't be. But it's, there's always a system of mistrust in the business that should be stopped right now. Damn it, let's stop it. I trust everybody. Whoa. Except Huff Bagwell. So we've got the red shoes out here, and Ernest Miller is getting ready to call his mama, throw these red shoes on. Of course, we're about to have a, a disco inferner <laughs> dance contest. Yes. With Ernest the Cat. And the winner will get the ruby slippers. Is that it? There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. That's what your wife will be saying when you try blue shoe. Use our promo code WHW. Get your cock super hard for just five bucks. 
chew it and do it like Judge Jeff Jones. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Jeff's nickname in AEW is the Blue Chew Plug. <laughs> the Blue Chew Plug? Yeah, I'm going to get you. Listen, you got three chains. You need to know about these words now. Okay. Cassio. Do you know what the plug is? He has no idea. No, I don't know what the plug is. Come on, don't look at me. Talk to me. It's a podcast. Don't look at me. <laughs> so, so, so Jimmy's is your crab cake plug. Okay. Tylene Buck is your uh, okay. replica cooter plug. Okay. Okay, oh, get your hookup. Thank yeah. you. Okay. There you go. All right. So we're, we're, you're kind of the, I guess I'm kind of the podcast plug. You're the podcast plug. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, no, you're not. You're just a fan. That's oh, all. I am just a fan. You're just a, but just a fan. I, do, I did know Jeff Jones. Uh-huh. Back when he was you know, friendly to the little people. Right. I mean, well, you've just got an MLW contract, and I don't even have a WWE Network contract right now, so I'm just, I'm like unemployed. Kinda. Yeah, I know you. I need more, I need more, <laughs> I need more gigs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Would you How t- about that glorious mullet? Oh, Dude, he God. looks like a Pablo Escobar stunt double. <laughs> he does. Good God. Dude, I feel like he could wear these shorter shirts. <laughs> like, seriously. He is all, Nick Patrick is three-quarter leg. It's almost uncomfortable how small his torso is. <laughs> he could just buy midriff shirts and be fine. Yeah. You know what was great about Ernest Miller is even if what he was saying wasn't great, he said it with such conviction and style that you thought it was good. Right. It's one of the great tricks of life, you know, Falsely placed confidence can do you well in life. Exactly. I mean, it's done me well. It's done Jim Ross well. Mm-hmm. So look at Jeff Jones. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, Jeff. You Marks. know, Jeff just bought a summer home in Boca. Did you really, Did you, Jeff? Yeah, he's got this fucking AEW cash now. Yeah, man. that's I mean, tremendous. That is that's that's very good. I'm I mean, very it's proud on of the water. I don't know how to uh, tell you. Okay, I'm very proud of him. Okay. <laughs> tell you. <laughs> it's on the water. <laughs> He comes and eats crabs here. He catches Ooh. them down there. Ooh. Wow, look at look at Ernest, man. He's wearing it out. See, that one leg out move, that's the winner. Oh, wow. Oh, he had a split on you, too. And then, by the way, he will kick you fast as shit in the face. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so I'm falling down, but I'm going to do a split. What can't he do? Oh, man. Uh, uh, let's talk about this. Eric Bischoff was right for recruiting him. Yes, he was. And... I mentioned this before. He came to our low-key big hog event in Huntsville and just was wonderful. Great wife, too. Yes. just uh, Great family. Great family, man. I have a lot of time for Ernest Miller. And now we're speaking of people we don't have time for. Look, he has to do one move, and Uh it's going to get over. Well, look at the fans with him. See, what he had is a dance that was easy to, you know, for people to mimic at home, sort of like you and your. Um, <laughs> Here we go. What? Raise go the roof. Oh, my raise the roof thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. What did you think? I, was gonna I didn't know. You never know what's going to come out of your mouth sometimes. There you go. Just kick the fuck out of him. Can That's we you. talk about the fact that I let you hear uh, some potential songs mm-hmm. that we might be playing at the after party this year? Right. You Do you want to tell everybody your favorite one? Uh, it's the Whisper song, right? <laughs> I just cannot believe. Yeah, I even knew it. That <laughs> this song is almost 15 years old. Uh-huh. And and you've just heard the Whisper song for the from first the Yin time. Yang Twins. What did you think? I I I was I was completely in. 
completely in. Tell you something that you might like to hear. I'm going to go back home and let Lois listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my here's my favorite part of the thing though. Is it's not just when he says, wait till you see my dick, which mm-hmm. I thought was hilarious. Right. But the part that gets you is <laughs> when he says, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I fell out. Because <laughs> what, what I can imagine is he's like, can you imagine a world where you would get to say that to Lois Giovanni? Hey, bitch. <laughs> Like that, that can never happen. No, it could never, never happen. happen. No, you guys will never see me again. And then tell her, wait till you see it. Wait till you <laughs> see, see my dick. Oh my God! Yeah, just the the I, I'm living two lives now. You know. I mean, oh, you are after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living two lives, and you even sent me a thing during the week too. Uh, I, I don't know where this came. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, I got a bitch I pay to wipe my ass. <laughs> Where did that come from? All right, I'm, I'm glad to tell you. That's from Gucci Mane. Yeah, Gucci Mane. Okay, Gucci just Mane. dropped a new. <laughs> look at Tony. Okay. Yeah, Gucci Mane dropped a new album, mm-hmm. and I was catching you up on, on it. On the lyrics, I got a bitch I pay to wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, that's on the track. That's on the track "Lame" with right. Rick Ross, and it's a Rick Ross lyric. But and I'll, Conrad followed it up with a, a text: "Goals?" <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Well, wow. I mean, I, I got to tell you though, that idea came from Jeff Jones. You know, now that he's got the AEW buddy rolling in, <laughs> he's got a bitch he pays just to wipe his ass, <laughs> just like Rick Ross. <laughs> I mean, that's in the song, lame. Oh, wow. dude, I just th- think about saying that sentence out loud. I know. And I was like, who even thinks of that? I know. And then he joked about having a stroke saying, this time I only peed my pants or something. I'm like, man, this is the best rap song of the summer. It's crazy. It's crazy in, in this in this era that they can get a, get by with music like that. Really, it is. And yet we just talk so crazy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, it's just... Such foul music. That is. I want my dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how to make it dark. <laughs> yes. How? Bluechew.com right promo code, code WHW. So before you hit her with that hey bitch, you need to go. <laughs> you need to go go to uh, bluechew.com. <laughs> wow. And, and how should you say it, Tony? <laughs> what should you whisper to Lois when you get home? <laughs> I can't remember what I just said. I don't know. No, come on. It's the chorus of the song. Oh my God! What was, what's the chorus of the song? The, what's the name of the song? Uh, the Whisper Song. Yeah, it's Wait. Wait. That's the name Wait of the song. Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. <laughs> hey, bitch! Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. Hey, that's it. That's the last. <laughs> oh my God! You're still whispering when you. T- Is that it? Do I scroll down? Is that the end of the song? Yeah. Okay. That's the Yang Yang Twins. Read this part. Okay. You oh, got the bottom? Yeah, this part, right? <laughs> oh, no. You got a sexy ass body and your ass locked soft. Mind if I touch it and see if it's soft? No. I'm just playing. Let's just say I can. And I'm known to be a real nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> they say a closed mouth don't get fed. So I don't mind asking you for your head. 
Wait a minute. It goes on from here. Okay. Wait, I'm peeing. I'm <laughs> peeing. God. Read the, read the chorus. Okay. Hey, bitch. Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. Hey, bitch. Wait till you see my dick. I'm going to beat that. I'm done. You got to finish the line. He <laughs> Gonna beat that dude. Wait, you see my dick? Wait, you see my face? I'm gonna beat that like bam, ba bam, 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 bam. What are you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna stop with this oh, song. What are you gonna do? <laughs> please, please. Beat that that pussy up. <laughs> <laughs> this God. is the greatest night in the history of our great sport. Oh, God. Well, we've done a lot more for this dance uh, thing than uh, the actual show did. But I don't I think Jeff believe- thought any of that was funny. We got to try harder. Oh, I just can't. I, I can't believe that these lyrics these days, these kids these days. I just this is believe- 15 years ago. That that song is 15 years yeah. old. From 05. Well, no. That explains why all your kids have. That's, the last, last verse. That's oh. the last verse. What is it? <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. saying it anymore. <laughs> that's that's offensive, and I'm not going to say okay, it anymore. Fine. Okay. Is the so match is finally over? <laughs> That's it. It's one, two. Look, <laughs> how about Flynn coming in? Oh, whoa, shit! That was a pretty stiff fucking kick. Jeez. Slayson Seagal dropped him, dude. <laughs> in jeans, mom jeans. Yeah, Flynn was a, he was a shooter. He was a shooter. He was, man. That kick was that kick was stiff. Yeah. It really was. Looks like he just left a porn shoot. <laughs> He's all oiled up, yeah, all with jeans, up jeans on. on. <laughs> Look at Sonny running around. What was that look? That little weird look. It looked like he said something. Well, yeah, like, like I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, really. I'm losing my job tonight. Yeah. Sting and Kevin Nash at Bash to the Beach, right? Is that what we're promoting here? Or are we promoting anything at all here? Yeah, you're promoting your July pay-per-view. Right, July pay-per-view. Man, Macho was coming down hard. with Yes, he was, man. Bash at the Beach. Sunday, July 11th, only on pay-per-view. July 13th this year will be Fight for the Fallen. And I guess this week is the next AEW show, the second AEW show ever, Fighter Fest. You're going to watch either one of those on BR Live? Yes. You can see it on BR Live. Yeah, for free. For free. And, you know, if you can't get BR Live wherever, you can go to Fight. I think Fight That's that's, That's a smart business move, that is. What, putting it on free? Yeah. Yeah. Right, as they're building the Got to keep the momentum going. To their show when they start doing the re- weekly show. Absolutely, it is. It's a very smart business decision. All right, here Fight we go. Fight for the Fallen, by the way. This is a replay. We've already seen this scene. Oh, they, they, were, they were showing again. Jeez. Yeah, it's probably a reset, top of the hour. Just, hey, in case you missed it. Because hmm. they got to explain why David Flair's in the main event. I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying it is sort of out of left field. So you, you need to explain the story right. as to how and why. Right. This makes sense. What did you hear about uh, stomping grounds 
Anything good besides Ricochet winning the belt? Uh, I didn't hear anything good about it. Uh, I heard Roman Reigns went over, right? Um, what else did I hear? Uh, I guess Alexa Bliss, I thought she would win the women's title. And I guess, uh, I guess Bailey retained. And I guess uh, I don't think anybody's surprised that uh, Becky Lynch retained. Although I, I'm just not so sure. And hey, man, I was excited about that Baron Corbin match. Fuck off. <laughs> but <laughs> but th- that's all I heard about. I haven't, I haven't seen any replays or haven't seen any uh, highlights from it as of yet as we're doing this. So there it is, the United Center, home of the Chicago Bulls. And you see there are still fans in the upper deck. But in those corners there, it was empty. And it used yeah. to never be empty, man. Yeah, you can see when they're doing yeah. shots from the other side. Right. I mean, you got to know what you're looking for. But you can see those those black patches. Wow. Take a look at this entrance. I mean, how random is this? Buff Bagwell and Dean Malenko. What do you think Dean Malenko thinks about this shit? Like, what the fuck am I walking out with this guy for? There's Rick cutting a promo. What do you think Rick's saying right there? Yeah. Shivani, I got this fat ass to my right with a pumpkin head big as a bucket. And I'm going to have him as a referee. (laughs) And I got this little shit to my right who thinks he's little Nate. So Arn Anderson is going to be the special referee for David's match, right? So we've set that up now. All right. Let's get to it. And the show's over. No, we still got another 30 minutes to go. Buff did look great, man. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah, but uh, I, I, that hat never did do anything for me. I know it was different. It was unique. It was his trademark in a way, and I get that. But I just, I don't know. It made him look sillier than he was. <laughs> and that's hard to do. <laughs> it just did look silly. I, it really did. This what comes is- from a guy who dressed up like the Phantom of the Opera. Hmm? Oh, you like that, Jeff, did you? Huh? Now, did that make, now, now, make, now he makes him laugh. Okay. Shit on Tony Schiavone. Okay. Apparently, that's what I've been missing the whole time. I've got to redirect my shit. <laughs> okay. Speaking of shit. Okay, Diamond Dallas Page and Canyon. All right, so Canyon. Jersey tree out here because Bigelow's with them as well. All right. So that's their big deal is that they're all from Jersey. So they were like the Jersey Freebirds? Yeah. They're called the Jersey Triad. Okay, so any three of them could defend the world. Any combination of the three could defend the World Tag well, Team Championship. I don't think that's necessarily what Dallas wanted. He wanted to be the world champ. I get that. Sell some stretches. <laughs> He's selling plenty of stretches. Sell some stretches. He's selling plenty of stretches right now, buddy. Dude, he's rolling. Oh. Is he ever? I mean, it's got to be one of the most successful post-wrestling things in the history of I think whatever. It is. I think it is the, probably the most successful. Well, I mean, The Rock, arguably. Well, okay, okay. okay. I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about more like for, uh, WCW alumni. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah. from over there. We all were did shit. <laughs> That's right. Oh, so this match has some potential here, doesn't it? Oh, dude, you got a lot of talent in there. Right. And Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Well, you could tell, man, look at Buff's back. Holy shit. What? Look how muscular the back is. Watch when he turns around. Ah. I bet he did push-ups, didn't he? Oof. He did a bunch of push-ups. Push-ups, pull-ups. Yeah. Up, a lot of things. Pull up, up, ups and downs. Yeah, up. Mm-hmm. 
up and run out of here with the money bag, shit like that. <laughs> but he made it. Had a real, had a real muscular. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay, you just, you're just staring at me. By the way, I saw one of the funniest things of the past week. Um, was one of the guys I think from. Uh, well done. Okay. Who are the Smoky Mountain tag teams that came up, Jeff? Heavenly Bodies, well done. Heavenly Bodies, well done. Who's the other Heavenly Body? Tom Pritchard and... Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Del Rey. Jimmy Del Rey? So j- there's a, a raw picture of Jimmy Del Rey uh-huh. from early in his career with the WWF. And somebody photoshopped his name off the Chiron or whatever y'all call it. Right. So instead of it saying... Well, I'll let you read it. What does it say? <laughs> Cubic Zirconia Dallas Page. <laughs> Which I think is just <laughs> tremendous. Uh, I think that's Rick Fuller. Okay, Rick Fuller? So maybe it's Rick Fuller. Okay. Either way, yes. Cubic Zirconia <laughs> Dallas, Dallas Page. Page. That's, that's pretty funny. Me. <laughs> Speaking of Cubic Zirconia, tell everybody about your middle of the mall shit you're wearing. Uh, these these earrings, which there was a there was a nice lady who was at Jimmy's Famous Seafood in our live show. Her name was Stephanie. She was here with her husband. She was a very nice lady, and she came up to me and she said, "I just want to let you know, I, I really think those earrings are nice." Mm. And I said, "Well, Stephanie, thank you for saying that because I everywhere I go, from my home to when I'm with Conrad and uh, Casio, Casio yeah, right thank here. you, uh, I get shit on about my earrings uh, and." Uh, so I appreciate you saying that. Well, I, don't, I want you to know that's not exactly true. In fact, Cassie and I have put our money together, and we've got you a, a yeah. new pinky ring and earring set. Pinky ring earring set? Yeah. SSD or SDD. Uh-huh. You know, in the old Elvis Presley TCB style. Okay. But before we do that, I've got to check with Claire to see if I can take these out now. I'm yeah, still, you, know, you got your ears pierced at Claire's. Yeah, and so, I, that's where they took all the baby girls. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's the easiest place to get Did them. Did you done. just get those in your birthstone? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sapphire? Is that ten carat silver? It's easy. I went into a tattoo shop and I said I'd like to get my ears pierced. And this was years ago when I first got my ears pierced, and they said okay. Uh, and I said, how do you pierce them? So well, we take a needle and we stick it right there. I said no. I don't, I don't like that. So you just go to Claire's, and they have this little thing that goes snap. They can do that at Walmart. They snap. They can do it at Walmart? Yeah. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't you want people at Walmart to poke holes in your body? <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> So anyway, back to this match. Um, it's unfortunate. You know, we've lost Bam Bam. He's no longer with us. Right. And we've lost Canyon. He's no longer with us. Yep. It's unfortunate that WWE lost Dave Malenko because he's another guy that can perform and knows how to produce matches and I don't, uh, I don't I think he's fine can you imagine going from the crazy strict red tape yeah that you hear about that happens in the WWE to yeah a new company that's sort of figuring it out yeah so you don't have to make your life fit into this silly right box right yeah you don't have to answer that the crazy shit that's going on there and you know it's uh it's showing it is absolutely showing in the product. I mean, we 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 talk about a uh, we talk about in any other job. If you have a bad working environment, production goes down. I think that's what you're seeing. 
bad working environment? How critical would Canyon be in today's wrestling scene? Wow. Think he wouldn't be a coach with All Elite or a trainer at NXT or yep. helping run MLW? I mean, he'd be doing something with his with his knowledge and his uh, the uh, the things that he could do and the absolute he he revolutionized a lot of things back then and loved was passionate loved the business and yeah somebody like him would be valuable to a company. What that tilt a world slam there from David Page. Page, man. Well, he goes took an ass whooping. Yes, he has. Well, I mean, you know, Buff Bagwell ain't gonna. Yeah. (laughs) Dean's gonna make like a million bucks. You know, that's that. There's the key. There's, and I'm not being critical of Buff Bagwell as a performer here because he was a very good performer. But Malenko knew how to sell. He was a better seller. So, in a tag team match like this, you get the guy who can sell, do a better job of selling. And he so the key to having a long, successful wrestling career is being able to sell. Is find a tag team partner <laughs> who will sell. Right. You just wait on the hot and then tag. you just wait. Stand on the apron. <laughs> right. Tag in. Right. Get made to like a hero when you save your little runt buddy. Right. But you know, sometimes your runt buddy, you save him, and then they have a four way, and your runt buddy ends up winning the the, the championship anyway. Tastes just more of one. <laughs> You can't be too predictable when it comes to doing Sex. finishes. So try BlueChew. BlueChew.com and use that promo code WHW. Get yeah. that cock real, real hard. You, you, you really cannot be Five too... bones. You, you really can't be too predictable when it comes to finishes and storylines and stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying, Jeff Jones? Yep. Okay. Jeff was annoyed with the last episode of Game of Thrones. Were you really? I didn't really care. You didn't really care? <laughs> They, they just said fuck it. They, they, yeah, they, 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 they pulled a loss and said fuck it. We got your money. Exactly. That's exactly what they did. He should never do that. Remember that. Write breaking, that down and let breaking, Cody, Cody, and those guys. Know. <laughs> okay. Breaking Bad was the best TV finish ever. Uh, it was one of them. Yeah. And Mash. Very good. Okay. Thanks. How fucking old is Jeff Jones to hit you with a Mash reference? Well, whenever I hear Mash, I'm thinking taters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-oh. There he is. Buff's getting around. But, yes, sir. Fans are into this hot tag. Come on now. Buff look good, buddy. So overall, what do you think of this show? It's With the exception of the long, drawn-out interviews, we're talking about 1999. We're talking about us on the downslide. Soon to be out of business. That's the second time they've done that spot tonight. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're the fucking agents. Yeah. Well, you can't always blame the agents for what they do in the ring. I honestly believe that. Guys improvise, they do their own shit. Especially, I'm telling you, I'm a, as much as we love Canyon, as much as we, I thought Buff was a great performer. There was a lot of really inexperience in here. I, and these, you know, I, house shows are very important for many reasons. You can train guys all you want, and you can, have a, you can have a training facility, you can go down to Orlando and do all the training you want, and you can, but until you actually, the bell rings, you actually wrestle in front of fans and actually try to put together a match, you're inexperienced. And... I think there was still a lot of inexperience in these guys back then. Obviously, Bam Bam had been around, and Diamond Dallas Page had been around. 
and Dean had been around. But Canyon, for all that he was doing, had, had not been a, a top performer that long by this time. So you say, oh, we've seen that spot. I get it. And I, I really think that an agent probably said, you don't want to do a spot that someone else does. And you tell them that, and they're still in the heat of the battle. They call this crazy-ass spot, and they do it. And uh, who gets the heat for it? But the, the agent does. You taking notes down here, Jeff? Okay. <laughs> it's not like I have all the answers to the business, you understand? Because oh, no, no, I get it. But I, I really think that. I think a lot of the times that, that, uh, that agents uh, and producers get wrongly blamed for shit that guys improvise in the ring. And I, and I get it. And I've also been critical of guys who rehearse each and every move and each and every high spot to the point to where if you're inexperienced and you're in there and you rehearse, rehearse a high spot and you don't go through it correctly, then the guy who's inexperienced sometimes just clams up, chokes, freezes up, and all of a sudden the match has gone straight to hell because you've tried to do something that you shouldn't. Just let the match flow, right? Flow. It's just like a morning show, right? Flow. It's like a morning show on radio. You just kind of let it flow. Let's see what happens. Right. It's kind of like doing a live show like we do. We just kind of let it flow, right? Let it flow. Let, we, got, we got like an let idea. And that's what they should do in the ring. And that's what all the greats did. They would let it flow. They knew where they wanted to go. They knew what they wanted to do. But they would just let it flow. And I, and I think that... Uh, I think that's lost, and, and, I, and, and I, I saw a lot of that letting it flow in, in Cody and Dustin at Double or Nothing. I really did. Uh, and, of course, that has to do a lot with, you know, them being great second-generation wrestlers, but you just, and there you can tell a better story that way. Okay, I'm done with my Wrestling 101. Yeah, changing the business, son. I'm changing the business before our eyes. Yeah. That's right, yes. From here in Jimmy's Famous Seafood. At 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm changing the business. Home of the best crab cakes in best the world. Best crab cakes ever. And usually Jeff Jones. Usually he's always here. Mm. He has a key. Yeah, I know he was. He better have a key because we're, we're going to get locked in. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get locked in this place if not. You ready for that crab omelet? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> get you some scrambled eggs. And, <laughs> scrambled eggs and crab. <laughs> Bacon fried crab cakes. Hmm. Did you just say bacon over a crab cake? I sure did. Okay. I might it. Why, why am I intrigued by that? I don't know. But I am. Wood tussle. With a crab cake. Yeah. With bacon on it. Oh. Watch out. Well, guys, we're, we're talking about uh, actually going through a hell of a match. And you were talking about spots that they've done before. And look at Dean Malenko trying to get back into this here. He's back. He's got second life. Got second life, Conrad. Give everybody the time code here, Tony. Let them know where we are okay. so I can keep well, on there, track. There's an elbow drop at 140, 30, 31, 32. And a front chancery. I love that term, front chancery. Mm. Front chancery. That was the Gordon. Does that mean he's got him around the goozle? Uh, I got him around the goozle with a front chancery. You don't always see a front chance. Yeah, you don't always see a front chancery. But what was that? Yeah, yeah. We're talking in tongues here at the end of our show. God, we still got David Flair. 
coming up. In our main event. In our main event. Are we so excited or what? God damn, I can't wait. (laughs) Dean's doing a great job, man. Great job. Come on, make the tag. Get him over there. Come on, let's go, man. We're all of a sudden you and I are into it. For fucking reasons, are you talking we don't... me and you or Buff and Dean? <laughs> I couldn't know. I didn't know if you were talking like Dean. No, the Iceman, buddy. Oh fuck! Fucked up that spot. Fucking Buff Bagwell. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't know what I expected him to be like, but Dean Malenko was hilarious at Starcast. Super dry humor, but on the money. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. I'd never met him before, been yeah. around him at all. So. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing him, he was oh, killing me. Good God. I have to tell you a joke that he told me. I can't <laughs> Let's tell hear it. it. I can't tell it on the air. I no, got to tell you one. You, I, I was about to tell no, you the one you told me, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> Okay, well, let's talk about somebody else. Let's okay. Hey, Cassio, did you hear any other funny jokes from other people? <laughs> <laughs> Is he dead? Uh, no, he's alive. Yeah, he's, we yeah. just saw him at Starhouse. <laughs> no, he's talking about the referee. Everybody, everybody in the ring. Everybody's laying down on the job, man. I forgot Bam Bam was here. Where have he, where's he been? Boom. Wow. Guys, can you believe it's been 30 years since Batman? 30 years since Batman. <laughs> no, he said since Batman. Oh, since Batman. Okay. And? Oh, God, he sold it. That was the double diamond cutter. I mean, let me ask you. Okay. Michael Keaton, the best Batman? No. Christian Bale was. He and said that with authority. Yeah. Cassio? Uh, woo. It's got to be Ben Affleck, right? Oh, for crying out fucking loud. Kill the show, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you he kidding? He had nipples on his he, But he was a fat Batman. But he had he nipples. was fat man. He wasn't Batman. He was Fat Man. And this is uh, the way I wanted Francine to take me down. Right oh, no. <laughs> Just like that. Just come running after me. Curl my legs around me. Around the goozle. Around the goozle. <laughs> and step over deeply. Step over <laughs> deeply. Three. And ends with a bam bam. <laughs> ends with a bam. That's it. That'd be me and Francine in it with a bam. Here's your double team uh, zirconium cutter. Zirconium cutter. <laughs> zirconium cutter. <laughs> oh, wow, man. I feel like this match is lost. <laughs> Just a replay. Fish has finished the set before this match ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh god get him out of the ring next match let's go go to a break thank you all right ladies and gentlemen we're back here on wcw monday nitro and just about ready to go with our main event at least we hope it is long rack zoom in uh tony shivani and bobby you got your hair like you like it in this shot you think so look like my hair was kind of Long. Dro- long, droopy down on either side. Is this around the era where Bischoff said you needed to drop a few LBs? <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Is this around? Sorry, I had to yawn. This is the longest match ever. Okay. Yeah, this uh, is this where- is the era where he's riding you about right. your weight. Exactly. Yeah, and I am kind of porky. 
porkily here. You, you got almost the one eye covered up with the bang. I You're do. Almost emo in this I know. shot. Are you feeling emo? <laughs> Is that what you call it? Emo yeah. in the shot? Emo. Oh, got uh, it. Oh, okay, I got it. Emo. Yeah, yeah emo. Emo. He was really good here too, man. What's that vest he's So got? you're trying to throw to a video, uh-huh. and you want him to talk, and he's like, you're not going to make me talk. <laughs> you know, I hate guys who just go on and on and don't say anything. He was great. At and you were just too. trying to get him to kill time uh-huh. or throw to the video, and he wouldn't help you. Right. And you just got nerd. You just got annoyed, and you were like, this is where you talk, brain. <laughs> and that's when he went off. And now he won't talk now at all, Yeah, you see? he's just busting balls, and here we go. We're going to have a little music video, and Cassio, I think you should carry us while we okay. watch the music video. Cassio and... It's the, world, rap is crap. it's the world debut of... Of Rap is Crap. No, I hate rap. I hate rap. Oh, I hate rap. Rap hate. is crap is the world tour, but I hate rap is the song. Oh, it's the single. Okay. Here we go. I hate rap. Hell yeah. <laughs> Boy, this like is a pearl. terrible idea. <laughs> Keep on. <laughs> that was Minnie Pearl, that was it? Was Minnie Pearl and Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Okay. There's Look at the black and white with the pop, the pop of color there. And the goddamn phone booth in the back. Woo, that's the good old days. Oh, we're Richard Patty. Oh, hell. What do you think he's thinking here? Ooh. Is he loving it, Kurt? Uh, Is he hating it? Kurt loved to pull a rib and loved to be stupid and silly. So yeah. he's probably digging this, you know. I'm not it was just, something different. Something different for him, yeah. I just love those fucking yellow gloves. I mean, it's <laughs> brand new construction glove, ranch hand gloves. Or you worked at the nuclear plant. <laughs> and you're pulling shit out. In you know? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> oh God. They <laughs> could really play that There's those drums. on the ground. Sinker inning <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I hate rap. It's crap. <laughs> hate rap, comrade. I hate rap. It's crap. Yeah. Woo. By the way, Conrad low key nailed that. Yes, he did. Rap is crap to her. There you go. Let's bring Corbin to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for Baron. No, he's a real nice guy. Just yeah, I, I feel the sorry. The internet's for him. decided fuck him. Right. What we're, the we're fuck not, do we Scott Putsky? Scott Putsky, are we serious? We're not in the yeah. main event. Scott Putsky though? Right before the main event? Why not? We did a Saturday remember we did a Saturday night show not too long ago where Scott Putsky wrestled, and here he is again. Yeah, he must have wrestled more than one match, Tony. <laughs> you called them all. Can you believe it? No, I can't. It's a, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I missed the last time you called it. So uh, yeah, it was a WCW Saturday night, and uh, so have we established where is Scott Putz here right now? Right now, as yeah. we're speaking, I don't know where is he, Conrad. Conrad knows where everybody is. Yeah, you know. at your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know where Scott Putzky is. Well, well, I, I know where Scott. Have Putzky you seen is. him since the taping? No, I've not. <laughs> I may have. I may have walked by him on the. On the <laughs> right. He could have been cooking to the Waffle House the other night. Who I don't knows? know. You just never know where people are going to show up, right? 
I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, I would probably be working at the Waffle House right now. Yep. Or it'd still be at Starbucks. You can talk into your microphone when you say yep if you like. No, uh, I was trying to be irreverent. Husky versus Sid. Oh, my God. Who booked yeah. this shit? Well, this is called We Need to Kill for Two Minutes. <laughs> that's, exa- that's exactly what we... So let's have him go bury yeah. him. And, you know, we did have a standby match. I've talked about that before. There, there a lot of times we would just... It always like, involved Lanny Poffo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got Sid, and I'd really like to, I'd rather look at the entourage, but of course we're not going to show that. We're going to show him looking crazy. Him looking crazy. He's pulling it off. Yeah, not kidding. Wow. It's amazing the how many times Sid, I mean, it, really, he had a great career, didn't he? Yeah. I mean... Had some great matches. Now he, I mean, he pulled. He, he pulled off this character perfect. Yes, he did, because he. I don't think it was that much of a. <laughs> it was. I think close to pretty home. close to home with him. Yeah. <laughs> Sid was kind of out there, kind of sideways. I have. I do not remember this faction at all. I rem, I remember those right there. What are you pointing to, Tony? I'm pointing to Medusa and Quir- uh, I won't say Curious George. What was her name? Gorgeous curious George. George. Yeah. She's gorgeous, George. I was curious about George. <laughs> uh, but I don't remember this faction at all. It just it just shows you how many different things we went through, and how many you know how many times. You don't remember Miss Madness? I don't remember Miss Madness. No, I don't. Molly Holly, man, she going to quite the career. Yeah, she did. Going to the WWF's the best thing that ever happened in her whole life. Oh, really? And she was, you know, she was legitimately one of the nicest ladies out there. That's what everybody says. Yeah, she. I really never was. met her. Yeah, she was nice. And it was like, you know, she's almost too nice. Hey, don't. Oh my God. Oh. Well, I had that belly tucked away there, didn't I? That's fucking eating. You it. were hiding it. I, I was hiding it, man. I had the, that belt buckle was eating it, getting eaten right there. When you were saying he was telling you some loose MLBs, I was yeah. actually thinking you were looking yeah. in shape. That's what I was saying. Tony, lay off the goddamn Slim Jims. <laughs> Stop snapping into so fucking back, many. Back then, what was your what was your weakness? Uh, my weakness back then. Uh, fudge rounds. <laughs> fudge rounds. Naughty buddies. What was putting it on? Fudge rounds and blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, how many beaches were you getting in '99? <laughs> Counting Christmas one. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> Counting Christmas one. Did you always count Christmas? A <laughs> definite blowjob well, day. Well, oh. well, here's the deal. You know, you hear people say, "Oh, what do you get the man who has everything?" I know the answer. <laughs> I'm oh. just gonna tell you. <laughs> it's a fudge round. <laughs> it involves a fudge round. Oh my God! Now, how about this? We got the, we got the Frankenstein doesn't there. even bother to get down. Right. You know what's coming? Yes. What's he doing? Trying to milk this TV time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, I'm swimming. Meanwhile, Sid's like, how long are we going to delay this choke slam, kid? <laughs> Come over here. Let me put you through the mat, and we'll go home. Oh, this is fucking stupid. 
He seems like he's more scared of the women than he is the macho man. All right, he got out of the corner. Oh, Deucey's got him. Oh, thank God. Action, can you believe it? It took a while. It took a while. Thank God we... Come on, well... Come on, Sid, power... Don't look out. Don't look... Fuck. Powerbomb him now. He's not going to do it any faster, you know? This happened 20 years ago. Yeah. We're watching it on tape. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. You can only hope, right? (laughs) We're we're at a casino in Baltimore. (laughs) That's right. No longer Jimmy's. Yeah, we got run out of Jimmy's seafood, so we had to continue this. We're about to start their breakfast shift. We had to go. (laughs) We should have stayed up there. We could have, we could have finished. I didn't want to be rude after yeah. all the great hospitality. No, I know you would you would never want to be rude. <laughs> you wouldn't be. You would he never just, want to be rude. He just bowed up on you, by <laughs> no, the way. No, People didn't. can't see you straight bowed up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I said he would never want to be rude. And he just <laughs> bowed up. Bowed up on me. Like we wish Sid would bow up on Scott Putsky like right now. He will. Okay. Now I'm sure he will. He won't let you down. Okay. Well, I mean, we gotta we got to be honest about something here. We've got about what? Uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes left in the show. Let's say 15 minutes left in the show. We've got David Flair who's going to be wrestling for the World Heavyweight title, mm-hmm. right? You can't really give them much time. I mean, you really can't. Be like focus. Dave. What's that? Be like Dave. Right. Be like, yeah, I want to be like Dave. Right. I, you, you just can't because he's, he was inexperienced, and you just can't give him a lot of time because you expose a kid who's experienced like that. And if you're David Flair, what does it matter anyway because you're fucking Stacy Keebler and your you're, uh, working girlfriend is Tori Wilson. Life is good. It's pretty strong, dude. That is. That is, is very strong. All right, here we go. Choke slam. Uh, stop milking it, Sid. Uh, Scott did Dude, it. straight up and dead. Oh, yeah. Ha, but just took that it flat. Ha. Yeah. Yeah, Scott did a good job of going up with that. He really did. But, of course, if you think that's all, it's not. That's it, right? Okay, we just broke your neck. Now we'll go break your goozle. <laughs> <laughs> So did you hear what Cassio did this past week? Uh, no, I didn't hear what Cassio did. He tried the new Crystal all-you-can-eat cheeseburgers. Uh-huh. Apparently, for Donian from 6 a.m. to midnight, he was telling me, uh-huh. you can get as many Crystals as you want for $5.99. Uh-huh. And Cassio's personal best this past week in one sitting was 27 could you knock out 27 little cheeseburgers, no. do you think? No, I could not. Uh, the other you ni- knocked out some the, the other night. The other night, uh, I really broke the diet and knocked out six White Castles, and I paid for it. Yeah, you had explosive diarrhea. You were rooster tailing. Yes, I was <laughs> rooster tailing, if that's what you call it. I sat up in bed just like the Undertaker yeah, at 3.50 a.m. and went, whoa, I had to go. And I'm, I'm still paying for it. I mean, we, we drank a little bit. Didn't we? Did you make? I heard. Yeah, okay. And we ate a lot of it, but nothing fucked up my system like those White Castles did. So, no, I couldn't do 27 in the city. Congratulations on that. That's a hell of a record. <laughs> okay. Yes. You, you bought it. <laughs> 
If Cassio don't like the kind of motherfucker that eats all you can eat crystal, <laughs> my name's not Conrad Thompson. <laughs> when you look, when you fucking Google image all you can eat crystal, there's Cassio. They fucking return images of Cassio and maps to Gadsden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do it in Huntsville to me. <laughs> they, they, it's they, going to get embarrassing. He rolls down there. And they, they, they close up. You're not welcome here. <laughs> Seriously, Cassio and I have been to a buffet before, and they tried to pull the we're shutting down earlier today. <laughs> you know where they got a reset for dinner? <laughs> right. <laughs> they got a reset for next week after you guys leave. Okay. Bring the what girls in. All right, where are you at? You got. We're gonna do F. Mary Kill with uh, Team Madness here. Okay. Uh, we, you got. You got a. Uh, you know the deal with Medusa. Yes. George. George. And um, Molly. Holly. Right. right. Uh, I would probably. Uh, mm. I would. A tough one for this you. is a tough one. I would probably end up marrying Medusa. Of course, she's lame. Okay. Really. Okay. I thought uh, you were gonna go Holly Molly. I would I would I would fuck George and kill Molly. Oh my god. Okay. Who kills Molly well, you Holly? You just said she's one of the nicest people on the planet. Uh, this, this, and now you're this, killing she never her. Coming. <laughs> she never <laughs> seen it coming. <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard. Am I right? She <laughs> see it coming. She will put up a struggle. <laughs> He's the way he's gonna kill me. I'm too nice. Sorry. Do you think that ever? That's anybody's last thought ever. Oh, he won't kill me. I'm too nice. Everybody loves me. Everybody loves me. Oh, shake and dance. We've had a lot of dancing in this yeah. uh, show too. Yeah. Including fire. Inferno. Fire. Yeah, man. Inferno and cat dance. Terry Byrne, Inferno and cat dance. You're right. Yeah, but to me, it wasn't the Nitro Girls Without Spice. Just, uh, I'm sorry. She was my girl. I loved them all. I really did, but Spice was my girl. All right, here we go. The long walk for the World Heavyweight Champion. We're just about ready to go. It's on the line. It's on the line. Going to make David Flair the Heavyweight Champion of the World. Is that real big gold? Yep. That's the real one? That's the shit yep. one? And that's the leather from 86. And there you see David in the background. Wearing one of his dad's robes, oh now God. owned by a collector in Louisiana. And let's, let's make sure the grips are behind him. Frame them out of the shots. So we're going to sell Sting. Sting's a legend, man. Yeah. So They're selling Sting, teaming up with Nash to take on... Sid. Lex Luger and Macho Man. Okay. I'm sorry, Sid. Sid and the Macho, Macho Man, Man, right. And this is what, for next week on the show? or No, it's for Bash of the Beach. For Got a couple it. weeks from now, right. pay-per-view. All right, very cool. You should just call an order with your cable or satellite company. <laughs> or go to WCW.com. Yeah. It's after y'all got rid of WCWWrestling.com. Mm-hmm. It's like what? if you have a three-digit domain, what the fuck are you doing? Huh. Who owns WCW.com now? Vince does? Yeah, WWE. Just like he owns, you know, everything you ever did. Okay. All right. Can't wait. There's a lot of build-up to this one. 
It goes to uh, goes, Classics. Oh, it goes to Classics? If you go to WCW.com, yep. it goes WWE Classics. Here he is. Your challenger tonight, David Flair, of course, in tow. The one and only Tori Wilson yeah. looking as only she only can look. Only she can look, man. A young Tory here, too, like 23, 24, something like that. Yeah. Actually, you know what? She was she was wonderful back then, but she looks every bit as good now. And, you know, here 30 years later or whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll round up, Tam. <laughs> 20 years later, she, she does. She looks, she looks great now. I bet you that as a shoot that uh, Charles was stoked about being a part of this angle. Time of his life. It yeah. would almost be like yeah. you're getting to introduce Kiss on Nitro. Exactly. <laughs> we need more segments for Gorgeous George in this show. I know. We've been out three times so exactly. far. Exactly. But I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, me too. Think Sid showered off after his match? Nah. He's coming right back out. Just came right back out. All sweaty, all lathered up. Just came right back out. <laughs> lathered. Uh. <laughs> Shitty and. Oh, wow, they're bringing out everybody. You think they showered up? Wow. No, they didn't. Why are you so up. concerned with this? I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see exactly what the thought process was about bringing everybody out here at this time. Just so we can find out if they showered or not. <laughs> <laughs> it just, uh, just really. Uh, was that your routine back in the day after a show? You go straight to the hotel, take your pants off, wash your balls. No, I went, I went straight to bed usually. Never, never wash my balls. Uh, never. Well, I would. This on Sundays. In the mornings, I would. What? We're getting ready to see a world title match, and we were talking about the washing my balls. Yes, yeah. it's David Flair. Calm down. Okay, but it's still the world title, right? I mean, it, it's such a such an important match. We've got the referee in jeans. Jesus Christ! He's in half a tux. Now. Half a tux now, exactly. It's not a Canadian tux. It's a Canadian tuxedo. Take, okay. All right. There's a difference. Get your shit straight. Okay. Tony, did you ever call Kevin Nash Big Sexy? Yes. Why did you do that? What? <laughs> well, I was I was inf- I was informed to Conrad. I was was part of my job to put him over as Big Sexy. What was your favorite thing to call him? Decent? Uh, no, Big Sexy, I think. I always thought that was cool. Big Sexy. Yeah. he was big. <laughs> about that? Tussle. Tussle. He was Tussle. big. He was sexy. So I thought he was pretty cool. Didn't you, Conrad? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he did. Uh, it's own. That's it's the Oprah Winfrey Network. They were, <laughs> That's right. They were already pitching that back then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As you we can got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. As you can see, man, that the, the fans are going nuts. Are, the fans are thinking, are they really going to book David Flair beating Big Sexy? What a way for a great story. Hmm. 
arguably the best. Spoiler alert, guys. Some of us don't know how this ends. Oh, really? You don't know how it ends? <laughs> David Arquette becomes champion. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. David Arquette <laughs> becomes champion. He comes out of the front row, right? That's right. That's how it ends. He comes over. Look at Arn Anderson. Yes, sir. Arn's got a big noggin. He got a Bill Watts size head. What about you? How big's your head? <laughs> and when do you wash it? It looks a little bigger <laughs> now, thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> And the all-new Lawnmower 2.0. Okay, we're not selling that this week. That's last week. But, I mean, I don't have to sell you on short ball hair. It sells itself. <laughs> okay. And they're all ganging up against Big Sexy. Oh, my sort God. Sort of like the germs on your balls. So you use a ball <laughs> wipe. Ganging up on me. Wow. He really has all odds against him here. Um, there's no way you can get out. I have no way you can get out there's of this. There's no way you can. I mean, David this. Flair's become He's gonna the world, be the champ. Yeah, gonna become the world heavyweight champ. We got Sid Vicious stomping him. We got the Macho Man spitting. Oh, the ultimate Did you just insult. Spit on him. Spit yes. on him. The ultimate insult. You can't do that. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. It's like there's no timeout in professional wrestling. There's no spitting in professional wrestling. That's not true. There's no crying in professional wrestling. That's not true. Unless what you're Tony it? Schiavone coming back to WCW realizing you made a mistake. And then you cry every night. <laughs> Uh-oh. There it is. Figure four. It's over. It's game over, guys. Game over. Arn Anderson says... What? Now Arn Anderson will try to call it straight. See, now, in, in the storyline... Arn Anderson should when the hand should have gone down one, two, three, given the belt to David, right? But now look, Nash is beating the shit out of him. Oh. From the figure four, just it's punches clear. his way out, throws him into the corner. Yeah. A couple big a hips. Count. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do what I want, Tony. <laughs> Apparently so. Oh my god, look at those back elbows. Don't do a cross chop. That's oh, that's oh, rude. That's man. so rude. Ooh. Dude, Dave's snapping the head, boy. Big sidewalk slam. And that's it. Now, Arn Anderson, if he can't play it straight, he's got to... Arn's like, hi, what should I do here? How's, oh, there it is. How is David here? 19, 20. Jeez, yeah, well, there you go. Now, Arn Anderson. Yeah, he's 20 here. He's fighting off everybody. He's taking on the entire world. He can't rent a car. You have to be 25 to rent cars. Uh huh. And he's in the main event of Nitro for the world title. And he's Big managed Stacey by Keebler. Tori Wilson and his girlfriend, Stacey Keebler. Oh, my God. What a life, huh? What a life. Yes, congratulations, David Flair. You're the world champion in our book, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Now, I wonder oh. who booked this angle. Curious George. Because okay. the stipulation was, if Kevin Nash won, uh -huh. he got Gorgeous George, or he got uh, Tory Wilson for three days. Right. And he's kidnapping Gorgeous George. So now, and I want your opinion on who wrote this, that perhaps Kevin Nash will be in the main event with the world title, and when he beat Flair... 
he would not only win that Flair's girlfriend, who's arguably the hottest in the company, and then he would just throw another one of the hottest ladies in the company over his shoulder and walk out with both. Yes, he probably booked this. Really? Yeah. You think? <laughs> Big Sexy? Yeah, I think Big See, Sexy wrote what, this. Here's what I know about you. <laughs> okay. If you had the book, yeah. you would book yourself in a love triangle mm-hmm. with Medusa, Francine, right. Deborah, right. and Nia Jax. Right. Right, it would be a would be a great triangle, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be like a trapezoid. I was about to say, I think too many sides. But. <laughs> I mean, how many? How long do we need of Kevin Nash throwing a chick over his shoulder? Went. Well, this angle's not too bad, though. No, no they did it right. Yes, yeah. they did. And look, you, you talk about him fucking up shots all the time. Right. I mean, the, right. yes, what they did. Though. <laughs> exactly. Hey, guys, good look. angle, guys. There's oh. the Hummer, and we saw the reflection of Sting. Yep. Was it Sting who was driving the Hummer that attacked Kevin Nash in the limo? Boy, just like 96, Macho Man We're trying jumping, to jump on. on the NWO's limo. And there you go. Wow. Tony, I can't nope. help but feel like when I look at my clock, it's about that time. <laughs> it is about that time. Let me whisper it. Can I whisper it to Hi, Francine. <laughs> Should I go any further? I should. We're desperately out of time. What are you staring at me like that for? We'll see you next week on What Happened When on the MLW Radio Network, as well as on Petronio. I'm not ashamed no more. Commercial consideration paid for by the following boxofgimmicks.com with new items each week. The official store of what happened when something to wrestle with in 83 weeks. Log on and get your gimmicks to the wrestling fan in your life or something for yourself. And by loisrules.com. Get your t shirt from what happened when right now. And by patreon.com slash whw monday patreon.com forward slash whw monday want to be a lucky big hog or glass bottom boat rider how about a member of the hog tag express who reads hog tag or slap dick nation you can join Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone with bonus podcasts, behind-the-scenes video, live weekly chats, and new content each week. I'm not lying, girl. I just want to be eight days a week. 